another episode of Dudes at Ringside Podcast with the Metal Geek and Joe the Panther. And of course, I am greatness himself, Mr. Chad Epic, telling you to stop entertaining thoughts of greatness. And like greatness himself, that's me, entertain you. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Dudes at Ringside Podcast, and now your hosts, Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Again, hello there, wrestling fans, to the internationally known Dudes at Ringside Podcast, and now introducing to the mic, the happy heel himself, Metal Geek. Wait, Metal Geek. What's something different in your background? What? What's going on? Ready, set, go. Whoa, let there be light. <laughs> Metal Geek, we got this, brother. So, do you want me to introduce the guest, or do you want you to introduce the guest? You can introduce them, Joe. You do the introduction. You know, we've had good guests in the past, right, Geek? Yeah. Well... Today's guest is a great guest. Let's give a warm dudes at ringside welcome to the last great manager, Chad Epic. Am I actually on now? Yeah, you're here. Are we good? Because there was like 20 countdowns you told me to wait for. (laughs) Sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. And I mean, if you're going to do the interaction for myself, allow me to uh, elaborate for you all. This is the long version that hasn't been said in probably about a year and a half because of the year that was 2020. But if greatness himself is speaking, you shut your mouth and open your ears because greatness himself is speaking, because it is I, the paragon of promotion, the platinum tongue pugilist, the grand baron of articulation, sleek, sheep. Dressed to the nines and always on fleek. Professional wrestling's last great manager. Greatness himself, the first father of greatness. Mr. Chad Epic, the leader of House Atmum. Hmm. Mel Geek needs his own show. Of course I need my own show, right? Well, right now it's a tag team show, so you're going to have to grin and bear it, lady, and watch both of them, all right? (laughs) Thank you, Chad. Me and Joe are a team right here, a tag team. Think about it. It's 2021, people, all right? Two dudes can have a podcast if they want. (laughs) That's why the dude's at ringside. And if it wasn't for Joe, if it wasn't for Geek... I would have been sitting at home going, nah, I'm be sitting here playing. Uh, I, I got a, if you, uh, what is the show rated? The kids watch the show or am I no, getting no, in trouble? No, it's M. It's M. It's yeah. rated M. Okay. You, you say whatever so, you want. You, Mr. Joe Panther Jr., yeah. go to Twitter and search your name, Joe the Panther. Okay. Just just do it. See what pops up. He's, oh, not, no. a Twitter, he's not a Twitter person. It's still all right. Then you go search Joe the Panther on Twitter. Oh, geez. All right. Because this is what I found when you guys first contacted me. <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you find? No, well, gonna, I gotta, I gotta look this is up. a live reaction to seeing it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Joe, no. I don't think you want to know, dude. 
What is this? Oh, God. Yeah. Is that a bad thing? <laughs> oh, God. There is a What'd Joe the Panther. There is a Joe the Panther. He's well, I'm kidding. Junior. This is He's my a... grandfather. He was a pet wrestler. Yeah. That one. <laughs> That's Joe the Panther right there. Look at the media. Yeah, that that that's it. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh, I like the name. The name is kind of fun for me. It's you a furry know? site. Oh geez, I'm the I'm the better than I'm better than that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, when I get a contact from somebody, and you know, I, I check their name, I research them. That popped up on Twitter. Rutro Rorge. <laughs> <laughs> the remblance is uncanny. <laughs> I mean, I got no problem doing anything like that. I mean, whatever. I'm not going to uh, yuck someone's yum. Mm. But, you know, I was a little confused. I'm like, I know I look like a bear and all, but geez. Oh, God. I don't know, Mr. Epic. I'm so <laughs> sorry if you got any weird thoughts. We not like that here at the show. We're, we're good as good. <laughs> yeah, Joe, it's really bad, it says. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm not sure I can't see the count for people following, watching, or what social media is. You know, I've sent it to a bunch of people for the YouTube thing, but they're going to look that up and they're going to be very angry. I chose this name because my grandfather's legendary name. <laughs> Joe the Panther. So, how are you guys doing? You survived 2020? Yeah, uh, we have. Yeah. I, I think me and Geek should have started this podcast earlier, but with all my fault, I blame myself because in Ghostbusters terms, I blame myself. Uh, the reason why I want to do it is because it just didn't fit into me because I work in a grocery store and I go home. I lift things up, put them down, go home, sleep, wake up, go back to work, lift it back up. Hey, Joker. Go back under a rock. What about <laughs> AEW? You're yeah. just gonna put AEW baby. Who's the AEW yeah, that, baby? That's what he does. Go get him. He's one of those people that got mad at me because I said certain things about certain di different races in wrestling. AEW is a new company that needs. I mean, they need someone in behind the scenes that knows how to run production. There's yeah. a reason why WWE is number one, despite what all the fanboys say. But AEW has some tremendous wrestlers. A lot of them I work with. It's great to see some friends and colleagues on TV doing what they do best. But, yes, they do need uh, help on their production. Mm -hmm. I mean, anyone would tell you that. I think Jim Ross even has said that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. So um, we, we always do this with our guests when they first come on the show. And most people are – we have a lot of fans call, come watching us from as far as England, Australia, and all over the world. Mr. Chab Epic, please introduce yourself to the, the masses. Okay. <laughs> you back? Yeah. All right. You disappeared for a second there. That's why I asked. Right, right, right. I'm here. Need <laughs> my microphone. Well, I mean, like I said, if the fans that are watching have any questions, put it up in the little chat. I have no problem answering it. I have no problem answering any questions you guys have. Okay. I mean, if you want to talk about everything from traditional wrestling, old school wrestling, Lucha Libre, you know, flippy-dippy stuff, deathmatch wrestling, I love it all. Wrestling is wrestling. It's just yeah. different styles of art forms. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what is I, – I know you – I saw your Instagram. You, you love Bobby the Brain Heenan. What was your favorite client he ever had? 
Favorite client? There were so many. I mean, I just like the Heenan family. I don't even think it was one single client. Bobby the Brain had a way of insulting his opponent while making them look good, which is a lost art in professional wrestling. Hmm. It's one of those things. If you got a guy, if you say you're going to the ring and you're calling this guy, you know, you don't know who he is, he's a bum, he's a nobody, and then he beats you. What does that make you? Mm. And what happens when you win? Who gives a damn? You just beat a nobody. You just beat a bum. Mm. Bobby was the best at making the opponent look good while simultaneously crapping on them. Yep. Completely right, Chad. I met Bobby the Brainy Heenan. Did you get a chance to meet him? I have. I've met him twice in my lifetime. I really, really wish I got to work with him at shows before he got sick, but only got to meet him twice. I had a small conversation with him. I would have loved to sit down under his learning tree. I met him at a ring of honor show when he got the, when he had throat cancer and I brought my WrestleMania three. Is that when he played when Hogan faced Andre WrestleMania? Yep. Three? I brought the tape and he refused to sign it by Hogan. He says, I'm not signed <laughs> by that bum. I'm going to sign it by my boy. That sounds about right. He took. I have to find the picture. I'll just send it to you later. It's me doing the Randy Orton thing like this with Bobby the Brain. He's just standing there like this. Oh, that was like my moment. And I'm, if my grandfather being the heel, and I'm like, I go down the middle. Once I get mad, my heel comes out. <laughs> my mic, my my mic check comes out. That's one of my guys. Well, mm-hmm. ladies, Delilah Hayden, a wrestler out of the New England area. Probably one of the hardest hitting wrestlers. Notice how I didn't say females, wrestlers in the New England area. She Ooh, will knock her. your teeth out. Ooh. Is she available to do podcasts? Hit her up. She loves doing stuff like this. Hit us She's up a little bit more bubbly than I am, though. Complete opposites. We have the 17th open. That's a Thursday. And then July 1st. July 8th, July 15th, July 22nd, or 29th. Yeah, I'll have her hit you guys up for an uh, interview. We love all types of wrestlers. Male, everybody. female. Local, everybody. Local. You know? in, in, as I say on the show, Chad, right now, since wrestling, indie wrestling cannot be in front of the masses, I tell people every single show, Support your local. Go on. Is it Wrestle Wrestle Tees? Pro Wrestling Tees. Go on Pro Wrestling Tees and buy a random wrestling, independent wrestling promotions T-shirt. It does not matter where they're from, what country, our country, overseas. Doesn't matter. They need your help. Or you buy- can go to their actual PayPal and just give them money. Yeah. That's Pro it. Wrestling Tees is great to get the name out there, but it does take a substantial cut. Oh, it does. Mm. That's why I use uh, BigTaddyTees.com mm-hmm. You can find all your Chad Epic Chad Epic Initiative merchandise Right on BigDaddyTees.com um, He is he's a, It's a company For the boys by the boys Ah mm-hmm. That's good to know Good to know, good to yes. know. We have uh, shipped uh, 
Chad Epic merchandise has been shipped to every continent except Antarctica and Africa. So if ah. any of your people are listening in Antarctica or Africa want some Chad Epic merchandise, please hit me up. I want to send to every continent. That's awesome. That's completely awesome. You got to do it. Weird goals in wrestling, and that's one of them. Um, chat, chat. What's your opinion on the WWE and New Japan working uh, relationship? Yeah, fantastic. New Japan is a Japanese company. No matter how good everyone thinks they are, outside of Japan, barely anyone knows them. And if you're not a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. WWE is a worldwide global phenomenon. Everyone knows WWE. If I go up to you and you're not a wrestling fan, I can guarantee you, hey, do you know who Hulk Hogan is? How about Andre the Giant, Macho Man Randy Savage? You know who those names are. Mm-hmm. Who's Will Ospreay? How about Okada? As much as a fan as I am of his work. Mm-hmm. I mean, in hmm. Japan, they're well-known. but Japan, Oh, of course, uh, but that's one country. But yeah, that is one country out of the whole entire world. Mm-hmm. Like in over in you know in Asia, they're very well known mm-hmm. because they are talented individuals. But WWE is no matter what anyone wants to say, the stories suck. Yada yada yada. They make superstars that are bigger than wrestling. I think in Japan, some of the the, the they don't know some of who like some of the American wrestlers are. Like the everyone stuff. knows Hulk Hogan. Uh, Hulk Hogan, they know. But Everyone knows Hulk Hogan. Everyone knows who John Cena is. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between being a superstar and a megastar. Yeah. No other company in wrestling produces superstar megastars like WWE has. Mm-hmm. No one. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I will. People might not like to hear that because they're fanboys. Mm-hmm. But okay. it's true. If you go up to anybody and you ask, hey, uh, do you know the name Stone Cold Steve Austin? Mm-hmm. Everybody, 100% of the time, oh, yeah, I've definitely heard of him. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Kenny Omega? Eh, I think so, maybe. Oh, Bullet Cl- Oh, YouTube. They'll probably bring up the stupid word YouTube. Oh, yeah, YouTube. Yeah. I mean, Kenny Omega's one hell- on a hell of a roll. I can't- the dude's amazing in the ring. Mm-hmm. He's what he's amazing. doing right now, like, a double world champion for two different promotions, three different promotions. I, I think it's, yeah, three, exactly. Triple yeah. A, Impact, and AEW. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That mm-hmm. hasn't been done in what? Like televised program wrestling. That would be like if Stone Cold went to WCW in 98 and beat Hogan for the belt. <laughs> like, that's insane. Two different networks, two different companies. It's absolutely incredible to see. But people who are stuck in their own world that, oh, AEW is the best or WWE is the best. All right. Yeah, I mean, even yes. the Deathmatch fans, they said nothing is better than GCW. I, I, enjoy, I, I enjoy all all types of wrestling. Exactly. All types of wrestling. So it doesn't matter. Everyone goes, oh, it's AEW's trash or WWE's trash. I enjoy all types of wrestling, to be honest with you. I, I, have, I have been consuming everything I could, especially last year. Every type of wrestling I get my hands on, I watched last year. I'm more of a fan of like the new school, though. That, that Joe 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 would call me. So I'm I'm as He's I would say on the show, Chad. I am certified old school. He's the old school guy. <laughs> well, the um, question is, how old school? Are you Frank Gotch old school? Are you Abraham Lincoln old school? Are you Gorgeous George old school? 
Hackenschmidt old like, school. I would say I would have to be like late late eighties. Like three. So I was like like Madison Square Garden, like showing it on and I like, showing it on NBC, showing it on M um what's it called? Oh my god. MSG network. Yes, MSG network watching it in Saturday afternoons. Yeah, so I, you were you were a fan of the golden era of wrestling. Oh, yes. I call it the That's green era. Promotion, like that was when really when Vince was kind of going around killing, you know, killing, killing the territories as they say, but he was bringing it to. Are you, is your phone ringing? Yeah, that's Joe. <laughs> I was sending myself a text message so I'd get that girl's name and go on Instagram and search her, and I can't find her. It's Delilah Hayden. She just posted a comment. I will send it to you later. But I'm just wondering why your phone was on during an interview. What? <laughs> like, I, I mean, come on, you're professionals, right? Yeah. Turn yeah. the volume on. <laughs> Could you imagine someone in the middle of the ring, Howard Finkel, phone ringing when he's trying to do an introduction at Madison Square Garden? <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my... Excuse me, I have a phone call to take. Oh, not now. <laughs> in the middle of welcome to Madison Square Garden, it's like, welcome to... Honey... Joe, you're, you're texting in front of Mr. Chad Epic here. He's greatness. The greatness himself. <laughs> we just got shamed. Shame on you, like, What was your? Well, here we go. What was the first? I'm fixing my microphone. My mic. What was your like first yeah, Mar experience? Mar Mar Reese, right there. He said, "Super professional, Joe." Thanks. Now, he didn't say Joe. He just said that was directed at both of you. You're both part yeah. of the show. You both take the blame. You're both married. All right, you're together on this. What? <laughs> um, what was your partner? You're a tag team. You win I together. Didn't... You lose together. Yeah, I failed. Uh, what was your first wrestling match you ever went to? Jesus. Um, I don't remember. I remember going to the uh, original Boston Garden, not that crap they call the Boston Garden. Mm. Back in the day, uh, the Boston Garden where you'd get seats, the cheap seats that had pillars right here. So you had to do this. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah, it was great. Old Boston Garden was great. There were rats. It was... Uh, Food was overpriced and stale, but it was some of the best memories you can have. Wow. Right now, they got the Fleet Center, which I will always call it the Fleet Center. They're calling the Boston Garden, and it's just, it's too classy. It's too polished up, you know? Mm. It's like them tearing down Madison Square Garden to build a high-tech arena. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be the same. They kind of did, if you think about it. <laughs> I mean, it's still the same building, though. And it's still the same building, but they put that bridge there that kind of ruined it. Yeah, they um I mean they took Boston Garden and they leveled it and then built a new one on top of it. They ruined mm. Nassau Coliseum too. Yeah. You know, are you familiar with Nassau Coliseum, Chad? Or uh Yes. Yeah. So yeah, they, they took Nassau Coliseum, they moved the Islanders to the Barclays Center, realized it didn't work, and then they said, okay, Barclays Center is not working. Let's put the Islanders back in Nassau Coliseum with a less capacity. And I'm like... And now they're winning again. <laughs> they put back the winning. <laughs> Why? All right. I mean, my sports teams, I can't play. I'm from Boston. I mean, Jesus, we've won every major championship from soccer to hockey and, of course, football in the last 10 years. Hmm. Yeah, you did. You really did. So, do you have Our quarterback is still winning Super Bowls with another team. <laughs> 
the one thing I'm shocked about the Boston fans, they lost their quarterback, but yet they were still cheering for their uh, arrival, uh, another team. Yep. With the championship. That's Years ago, to- we traded Ray Bork to the Avalanche because Ray Bork deserved a Stanley Cup win. That night, uh, that series, we were all Avalanche fans when Ray Bork won the Cup. Mm. He was a lifelong, I mean, I don't, you can say whatever you want. Brady will retire in number 12 in Patriots colors. I don't care what he does from here on out, he will retire a Patriot. Do you have a favorite match, uh, Chad, or uh, favorite, favorite match, match of all time? Yeah. Um. Oddly enough, people will find it very weird. One of my favorite match, actually, <laughs> it got trumped out. Match actually just happened last year, and I've watched it so many times. It was Dragunov versus Walter oh, man, for the UK that's, Championship. That, that's one of my favorite matches too. That that match is a classic. The fact um, that they went out there, no one to watch, just the boys in the back, and did probably one of the most spectacular things ever on the NXT brand is it's Walter to me is a next level superstar. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever had the pleasure of seeing him in person. I have seen him. I've seen him when I saw, I was at takeover. I think it was New York. Yeah. And the Bar- Barkley center to see him against Pete Dunne. He has something that a lot of wrestlers don't. He has a presence about him. When he enters the arena, when his music hits, when he's in the ring, he is a superstar. Mm-hmm. If he was in the main roster, there's nothing I think they could do except maybe call him the new fat chick thriller that would bury that guy. He has so much like natural just attraction and connection with the fans that no matter what, I've seen him numerous times in different arenas. People just are attracted to him. He is something different that you don't see. And then when he hits you, well, you're you know. gonna feel it. You know you're done. <laughs> There's a famous picture of him clubbing the crap out. I think I believe it was uh, either Offspray or one of those guys, Zach Saber, yeah, where he yeah. left his dude's chest was wrapping like the around his hand. He was hitting him so hard. Mm. Is um like would you ever want to manage him or uh oh I would love to manage Walter. Uh-huh. I have this thing for monsters, monsters and giants. If <laughs> if you have fans that are watching this that are wrestlers who are six, you know, six foot nine, six foot ten, six foot eleven, yeah. if you need someone to speak for you, please hit me up. Wrestling uh-huh. is missing giants. Wrestling needs a seven foot tall giant wrestler. Not a seven foot tall dude who does a hundred moonsaults in a match. There's no more giants left in wrestling. It actually, to be honest, there actually is, to be honest. Um, we just had somebody on the show. His name is Tamaku. I don't know if you're familiar with him. No? How tall is he? I'm not sure how tall he is, but he's he's a giant, though. So. He's a big dude with a scary mask. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there's guys who are like six. I have a guy who's 6'6". Six, six. Mm-hmm. His name is Kevin Giles. He's 6'6", six, six, 350 pounds. He's not a giant. He's a monster. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, oh, for want, the like, Proving Grounds like, uh, wrestling promotion talking, up here right? in New England, he actually had a one-on-one encounter with Brian Malonis. Mm. He stood yeah. his own one-on-one with Brian freaking Malonis, the kingpin, the mastodon, whatever you want to call him, you know, one half of the Beer City Bruisers. Mm-hmm. 
He stood up one-on-one with him and matched up. And after the match, Malona shook his hand, saying, hey, you did good, kid. But That's well, awesome. He's a monster. He's not a giant. That's what I want is a giant. A giant. So someone t- really tall, right? Uh, what, it, how often do you see someone seven feet tall in your lifetime? Not, not often. There's a reason Andre the Giant was a draw. There's a reason Haystack Calhoun was a draw. You go to a show and you see a man who is 700 pounds. That's something you just don't see every day. You run into someone like you know Paul White, the big show. No one is that big. No one should be that big. No. And I keep on freaking looking like Bruiser Brody on this damn thing. <laughs> Actually, fun fact, uh, Haystacks Calhoun was my grandfather's best friend. Really? Yes, and he actually used to travel around the country in a hatchback with haystacks in the back seat. Like, not like in a car <laughs> in the back seat, like sitting there big boy style. That's Coach C, actually. You guys should get him on. He's a mm-hmm. up-and-coming manager. I mean, he's not as good as me, but, you know, maybe someday he'll get there. I don't think anyone is as good as you. <laughs> well, no, that's the last great manager of professional wrestling. Yeah. And people get very upset when I say that. And then they say, like, oh, well, I do this. I'm like, you spent the whole time sitting in front of the camera. I mean, I, I when I first started, I was the same way. I needed to learn. I Luckily, my guy, you know, my teach, uh, Brickhouse Baker, a uh, New England legend up here. Everyone respects him. I there's, You'll never hear a bad word said about him, basically. He showed me the ropes of what to do and what not to do. You know, you have so many different people in in New England. Like, people forget New England is basically the center of professional wrestling. And people are, oh, well, what if, no, no, no. Look at WWE. Look at AEW. How many guys do you think come from my area? A lot. A lot. Their head seamstress is from my area, Kazi. Um, Sasha Banks' husband, Sasha Banks. Oni Loken. Um, he was Biff up here. Dijak spent a good amount of time up here. Dijakovic or whatever the hell they're calling him now in WWE. <laughs> AEW gets a lot of guys from New York, though. Yeah. I mean, we have we have Chaotic. We have Limitless Wrestling, which in my opinion is one of the top promotions in the country. All right. Beyond Wrestling is down in Rhode Island. And beyond, you know, IWTV, it's – New England has some of the best of the best. I've heard of Beyond, by the way. Beyond. I would I hope so. You've never heard of Limitless Wrestling. I've heard of Limitless Wrestling too. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any pets or uh by any chance or uh do you have any pets or uh pets? Oh I have a I live at a yeah. zoo pretty much. Yeah. I prefer I prefer animals to people. I got nine <laughs> cats, two dogs, ten chickens, getting a tortoise soon. I got a snake. It's awesome. We we're we're animal lovers here on uh, Dudes at Ringside. We, we always have animals interrupt our show. So Some, yeah, yeah, no, I, there's I, a I clip I posted. We had a cat. We were talking. I, I even I said the name Bobby the Brain. I said Bobby the Brain, and the cat just came through and just turned okay. and like Samoan headbutted the camera. <laughs> was it your cat at least? No, no. my sister. No, it was my, the guests that came on oh. were just Ring of Honor, and the guest cat just turned. Like almost like a pound with the camera. 
so it's not just this podcast you've been on professional lawn with the phone and everything. It's other ones too, you know? Yeah. Letting an animal interfere. Yeah. Dog barking. Kamakuzi. Yeah. You know, that's fine. <laughs> Sending your guests to furry sites. That's cool. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> Gotta do it somehow. It was Flip set ringside. It, it was gonna be kid crazy, but then I thought Joe the Panther Jr. would be fine Joe now. The Panther. Uh -huh. May have to think of a new name then. Great. <laughs> well, Great. see, you're junior, I guess. This yeah. was just Joe the Panther. Yeah. You're the junior of this furry character. Uh, yeah. Her. Joe, yeah. Joe I, I think greatness has ruined you. <laughs> yeah. I get that a lot. <laughs> But yeah. Joe the Panther, yeah. Yeah, my first wrestling show I ever went to, it's actually on the W. I don't know if it's still on the WWE uh, archives. Now they went to NBC. Okay. My show, first show was for, opening card was Haku versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. That was the opening match. That sounds amazing. Oh, that match was oh. Back and forth, both guys with their hands and oh, lips and oh my god! Haku stories are my favorite stories. Oh my gosh, Haku! Don't I, he's a man that I would go to a bar with, and no, I would not get messed with. I have always said, if I ever get diagnosed with some life-threatening disease, I'm going to find Haku and I'm going to smack him in the face. <laughs> I'm going to die like a man. <laughs> That's how I want to go. Yeah, that's a brave act by Kaku. I'm like, I knew it. I so mean, if you think, go back to like old interviews uh, when DX invaded WCW, funniest thing I found about that backstage stuff is Triple H flat out said he says the only thing we were worried about is I saw Haku passing back and forth behind the before they lowered the gate, and I said if he got a Triple H flat out said if he got them they'd probably all be dead. <laughs> Probably. Five guys versus one, and they knew that he would kill him. <laughs> so that says something about him. Yeah. But Love everyone him. who I've ever heard, I've never had the chance of working with him, said he's a sweetheart. He's a nice guy. Mm. But, man, he will mess you up if he needs to. Yeah. Mm. Completely. Okay, geeking. Next. Do you have a favorite movie or no? Die Hard. Die oh. Hard? Yeah. Die Hard and actually Casablanca. Ah, that's a good one. Still looking at that Joe the Panther thing. Gosh <laughs> darn it. He had to ruin it. He had to ruin it for me. Ugh. This is going to be a running gag thanks to me. I'm proud yeah. of that. Tell me about your Twitter. I don't have to. Oh, man. <laughs> but, um, Go ahead, Joe. Yeah. Um, when was the first time when you came through the curtain and you knew, man, I made it? You know, I don't think I, like I said, my goals in wrestling are, have always been a little bit different. Like everyone has their list of people they want to fight or this or that. I don't believe I will make it until I find one of my own shirts at a Savers or a Goodwill. Mm. Mm. Until I can buy my own merchandise that someone donated to Savers or Goodwill, I don't think I've made it. Mm. Mm. But I mean, I've achieved everything I've ever wanted to do in wrestling. 
So I made a new list and then I achieved that and I did it again. I keep setting goals for myself. I keep breaking those goals. And that's the way it should be. I'm never content in where I'm at. I mean, 2020 was that, 2020. I mean, that, yeah. what else could I say? Uh-huh. All right. Me and my boy, Rob Marsh, we were traveling the country doing top deathmatch promotions. We were getting a huge following. And then everything went to shit because COVID happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Completely. Did you I mean, I had some you- good bookings lined up for 2020 for Mania Weekend. You know, some actually some tryouts for some bigger stuff. And like I said, 2020 happened. And that's horrible. You know, it is what it is. I mean, the opportunities, if they were real opportunities, they'll come back. I haven't been doing this for 11 years, you know, just to sit it on my ass at home every weekend or freaking every week. Did you, did you always want to be a manager or a, always? Always want, uh, even always. Even before- I've, Bobby the Brain Heenan, Howard Finkel. Um, Howard Costell, Jim Ross, like those guys, I love watching wrestling. I like watching, but the stories being told about them, the commentary, the ring announcers, the managing, I love that aspect of wrestling. I love the production aspect of wrestling. There are shows that I'm on that people have no idea that I'm on because I'm backstage making sure that people are in the go position, are in the, you know, are in the uh, bullpen waiting for the go position, that music's set, that the ring is set. Wrestling is so much more than what people see, even independent level. You have what you see when you're a fan, but before then, everything has to get into the right place. I love that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. We, need, we need more people like you, Chad, in the world that help people put get put in the right spot at the right moment. Well, that's yeah. what it is. If um, you look up on my Instagram, my Twitter and stuff, remember when AEW was doing the uh, librarian gimmick? Yeah. I sent a tape in. The Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, enjoyed the hell out of my tape, I guess. They put it on BTE. It was on BTE for like three straight weeks. And then he shows what's his name, right? It, no, it was me. And it was them critiquing my promo. Yeah. And I was one of the only ones they actually had nice things to say, which was fantastic. You got the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega saying that I actually do a good job at what I do. I don't need their validation, but the validation was pretty damn good to hear. <laughs> yeah. And, and then they hired, uh, they got Le- Leva to play. Uh, yeah, then they got two people to play the gimmick, and the gimmick doesn't exist anymore. No, right? They got me at the gimmick, the gimmick would still be around, and it would be a top throw. And you would have then, toys, you would have t-shirts, had, hats. They had Peter Avalon, too. They had yeah. Peter Avalon and Le- Leva Beats. I don't know what it is about Peter Avalon, but I think he just, he, I've never met him. But I think he hates me. He took the he um, the librarian gimmick. They gave him that. And then he makes a tag team called The Initiative. The Initiative. The Chad Epic Initiative has been a name I've been using for like eight years. Mm. And I see AEW. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. And it goes on. I mean. It's not truly, really, you didn't really invent it unless it was on TV. Yeah, oh, I invented that move. Was it on TV? No, then you didn't invent it. The Death Valley Driver, I will not call it anything else but the Spicoli Driver when I'm doing commentary. A, a bad gimmick is only a bad gimmick if you're b- the person that plays it. You get a gimmick, just run with it. You can make it good. You could. You could. Look at Densmore, what he did with the Eugene gimmick. 
Yep. Exactly. He made that, and that, that was amazing. Uh-huh. Uh, Anderson, his first gimmick in WWE, he was Festus. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Not Tommy, yeah. it's in, uh, the other one. Uh-huh. Another bad gimmick? R-Truth. Our truth's gimmick is the greatest thing in wrestling right That's now. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying the gimmick. Oh my God, I'm saying, but what I'm trying to say is he's running with it, is what I'm trying to say. Our truth is probably one of the most entertaining wrestlers and in ring performers in the last, you know, I don't know. How long he's been wrestling? 200 years? He hasn't aged a day? Mm-hmm. He's been in wrestling forever. I'm Jersey. He doesn't age. He looks the same he did when I was a kid. Wow. He's a goddamn vampire. The only thing that's changed is he has more tattoos. Uh-huh. Yep. You're completely right, Chad. I look Imagine. forward to watching the 24-7 title segments that haven't been happening. That and the uh, Cameron got- Grimes segments have been great. Oh, my God. The Cameron Grimes stuff is great. Oh, God. Just to see Ted DiBiase back, fantastic. Talk about someone who knows how to captivate a, cr- captivate a crowd with a microphone. DiBiase was one of the best. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. You know, I was really a- an arcade bro for some reason. I don't know why, but I'm really enjoying the gimmick. The story's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our uh, one of our guests we had on the show, uh, Kiara. She's from England. Uh, she she posted it on her Instagram. She's like, I love these two. I love these two together. They're great. And like I'm like, that's cool that people are starting to get into it. I was like, uh. What are they doing to Randy Orton? But now I'm like, you know what? This works. This works. Hey, Randy Orton can do whatever he wants. Randy Orton is one of the best in-ring performers of all time. No, he doesn't do a lot in the ring, but he doesn't have to. You remember more Randy Orton stuff than most. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. I mean, he has things that will make you watch his match and follow. It's the little things in between the big moves that matter. The I believe that you captivate a fan that way. Doing big move, big, 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 big. You end the match with a schoolboy. Really? 100%. Did you... Oh, you go now, Lens. Mirage <laughs> uh, just telling you that RK Bro is awesome, by the way. I agree. I think they're a fantastic team. And they're telling you to stop being a hater. What? I, tell you I am not a hater. I just didn't like them at first, but then now I'm like, you know what? Because I know with the way Randy Orton was reacting to the whole thing in the beginning, I was kind of like, Randy's going to RKO him and just walk away. Like, they did the same exact thing in NXT with Joe, with Killian and Drake. Remember that. Yeah. It's the same story that's been done a hundred times over the reluctant tag team, but it's depending on who's in it. It goes back to, you said the gimmick. I I think my my all time favorite reluctant tag team would have to be Booker T and Goldust. No, that was phenomenal. Like that was one of the, the best things. And what was that? The uh, you know ruthless aggression era. That was fantastic. That was my absolute favorite of all time, probably the reluctant. I don't understand how Mister Rhodes gets better as he gets older, because he's putting on some of the best stuff right now in AEW that he's ever done. Definitely. Even as like he, um, I believe uh, he just opened up his own wrestling school. If you're in that area, check it out because I mean. 
It's freaking gold dust. It's Dustin Rhodes. Like, learn from him. Mm-hmm. Rock and Sock. Rock and Sock's another one. You're saying. The writer just said Rock and Sock. Of course. <laughs> you guys are getting very staticky. Uh-oh. But here? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, it's, prob- it's probably because the uh, connection's bad. You guys sound like robots. Oh, me no robot. <laughs> I checked the check. I'm not a robot. <laughs> Once I could travel, I could learn from. Disney. I don't know if the fans are hearing that, if it's just on my end. Are we are we good, everyone? We're good. Everybody, do Wait, we sound? Who says you know? Once I travel, I'd love to learn from Dustin. Of course. I mean, if you're a young, inspired wannabe wrestlers just starting out, hit every single school, every single learning tree you can. Learn everything that you can about wrestling. Oh, I don't want to be a referee. Tough. Carry a referee shirt, some black pants, and some black shoes. And guess what? If I'm a promoter and you show up, hey, if you need an extra ref tonight or extra hand at concession, do it. Promoters remember that. That's how you get places. Cool. Somebody said yeah, that's what you got to do. If you if you come to a show and there's no like spots on the roster, just bring in your travel bag. Have a referee shirt, as you as Chad just said, black pants and black shoes. Make sure they have the nice pair of socks. So they don't you don't see jalapenos coming out of the bottom of your black pants. And, and just, well, you leave the bag in the car. You don't bring it in until told. And that's a little presumptuous, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just you show up to work. It's just like, hey, I saw this. I know you probably don't have any spots, but if you need any extra help with anything, I'm around to help. Well, you, uh, Murata, you want to be a ref, go to a school, find out how to ref. Wherever you are. I mean, there's hundreds of schools around the area, around the country. Just make sure it's a good one and make sure it's none of the ones like that have popped up with the speaking out movement type thing. Avoid those at all costs. Oh, yeah. We we had one with Kiara and she didn't want to talk about it and we were like, nope, we're not going to do that. Yeah, no, it's yay! Someone it, followed us. <laughs> That's it's one say. of those things that you know it's it's uncomfortable. If people have stories and they tell you in private, don't be an ass hat and go and blast it out on something like this. It's there. They don't. They want it to be told. They'll say it. I know it was for them. It was traumatizing. Maybe for someone else, it wasn't. But for them, it is. So it's our right, you know, it's their right to keep it private until they feel like the need to say something. Like that whole scene last summer disgusted the shit out of me. A lot of people that I worked with that I might have considered friends at the time, finding out that they're sending, you know, their junk or trying to get with girls who are 15, 16 when they're in their late 20s. It's disgusting. And someone should have punched them right in the mouth. Yeah, completely. Walter should have just chopped them. Yeah. I mean, that's murder, but. (laughs) (laughs) I watched one one time, Chad, that he chopped them and the person flipped over. Like, did a. I think that was Zack Sabre, actually. That was. That would be me, because I'm little. I would have been like, I would have walked and then like a Rickler and then just flipped backwards. (laughs) When Walter hits somebody, he hits you. Up in our area, for, I mean, chops are always been a part of wrestling. We had a guy called Big Rick Fuller. Big Rick Fuller was a hell of a mind for wrestling. But he could hurt you with one chop if he wanted to. 
I remember a show that he had a referee who was the main event. The referee messed up horribly. He went out there, picked the guy up by the ring of his neck, pretty much just lifted him up in the air and then slapped the taste out of his mouth. Like, Rick was a big boy. He was on, you can actually see him on, um, he was used for enhancement in WCW, Nitro a few times. He has a match against Goldberg. He do, he made Goldberg look like a small kid. Oh, jeez. Ouch. You have a lot of New England talent from back in the day that used to uh, do the that were, you know, on it. Uh, what is this? I'll step that pack, set up the ring if needed. One of the simplest things once COVID is done, my goal is travel to America and learn. See, there we go. See, that kid gets it. Whoever trains him, I, taught I him think right. He's from Australia. Are you from Australia? I think he'll be the one that's coming on June 10th. If he's the one, he's coming on June 10th. I'm, if this is the one. See, that's, that's a problem. Like, I've done shows. Did a show. Cody Rose was the main event. And this is one of the reasons I respect the hell out of Cody more than most is I'm sweeping up at the end of the night, breaking down the ring. I look over. Cody's helping break down the ring. Wow. Cody's helping take down the ropes, sweep up. And there's a, a pack of, you know, superstars, as they were called, sitting off waiting for their envelopes to be dished out. And Cody's in the ring with me. I'm wearing a nice, beautiful suit, and we're breaking down the ring together. Now, should Cody Rhodes, you think, have to be breaking down the ring? No. You think Cody Rhodes is is technically done paying his dues? Yes. Yeah, no, you're never done. And he'll, he's the one first person to tell you that. He probably still does it in AEW. <laughs> you're never done. I know guys who have been doing this for 22 years. Uh, name was Joe the, Lewis, Joe the Horror Lewis. He's been on Ridiculous. He has two books published. Uh, Marijuana and Cheeseburgers, if you want to pick it up, it's actually a really great read. I got a signed copy. Um, he's been on Ridiculous. He's been on the shows like that. Kind of uh, just and, uh, Josh 2.0. Shows like that, viral insertion shows. He's been doing this for 22 years or more, trained by Walter Killer Kowalski. Mm. Is that, you know, that name? <laughs> um, yeah, he is the Australian guy. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure most people who are wrestling fans know that name. The dude trained Triple H. Another name. That yeah. Yep. Walter Kowalski was the Boston guy. His school was here. And he still breaks down the ring. He was usually the first one there and the last one to leave before he stepped back. Mm-hmm. I, think, like, I think there's people who have been doing it for a year and refuse to touch the ring. Oh, I'm done doing that. It's a lot of crap. Actually, That's there's horrible. some stories that my dad tells me, but like after the shows, my dad, my dad, like my uncle, my grandfather would have like Killer Kowalski come over the house. I think he said Classy Freddy Blassie. <laughs> and uh, haystacks all at the house, drinking beers, just playing cards, just hanging out in the house as my dad's sitting there looking at my dad and his brother looking at haystacks and all these guys just hanging out. And, but my grandfather was a heel and haystacks was a face and all, they're all heels. And he's going, but, but you were just and my grandfather would say, don't ever, don't ever lose the gimmick. The gimmick is the most important thing. You would always tell that to my own, my dad as a kid. When he was a kid, my dad. The gimmick, never let the gimmick die. Keep it going. Always keep the gimmick alive. And that's why I keep the name alive. 
Yeah, it's you have everyone knows like the curtain's been open thanks to the internet. Everyone knows that. Like there's there's not too many secrets left in wrestling. It's very rare that people get surprised these days in wrestling. The last big surprise I would have to say was the Hardys at WrestleMania uh, when they came back. I was there. Yeah, I was there too. I was. I worked on the show, the Broken Block Party, helping with the ring and stuff that night mm-hmm. or that afternoon. Went to Mania that night, and they were the guys that mm-hmm. I just worked for. Wow, crazy! I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> like, did you, yeah. Did you find no, 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 a huge do? secret? I like being surprised when I try when I watch wrestling. I want to be a wrestling fan. That, that's me it's too. very hard to turn off the wrestling brain. Like I can't stand watching with other boys. They're like, "Oh, he did that wrong, or that was wrong." That was just like, shut the fuck up and watch the match. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'm watching it as a fan. They're doing everything wrong. Why are we sitting on our couches and they're on TV? Damn it! Exactly. And they get you- upset about it, but it's the truth. Are you familiar with um, any other re- like wrestlers like uh, Gypsy Mac or with uh, um, uh, what's his name? Damian Wayne. He's from Tennessee. No, I don't think I am. Independent guys, I take it. Un- unpredictable one. That's what he's unpredictable. He's coming on the show in the next month on the 18th. No, I'm sorry he has to follow me. I know. I know. This is going to be your most entertaining show, most likely. The greatest show. The the greatest show, right? Yes. As I introduced, we had other guests were good. This episode is great. I would say even epic. Yes. There you go. Tech and great and epic. This is going to beat everything on Spotify right now. Yes. Right. And plus, you know, being the paragon of promotion, I'm just going to share it till you know, people are sick and tired of hearing it. Mm. I will make them listen to it. If I have to tie them down to a chair and make them listen to it, it's fine. I will. <laughs> and we definitely have to have um, your friend, the other, the the, the, the hardest hitting female wrestler. In- no, 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 no. Hardest hitting wrestler. Wrestler. Oh God, I don't want to be hit. By I've been I've been attacked by a woman, and it was never got this whole you know female male wrestler. Like, oh, well, I could beat up a woman. Really? Go ahead. Go go throw a punch at Ronda Rousey, a female wrestler, and see what happens to your face. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you can go yeah. back in time and uh, tell yourself anything. What would you tell yourself? Why are you so stupid? <laughs> <laughs> I have made a lot of dumb decisions in my life. <laughs> If I could go back in time, oh, there would be so much I would correct. But it's part of the journey. You, you can't learn without making mistakes. Of course. of course. I would tell myself to invest in GameStop again. Um, yeah. <laughs> more in GameStop. I could have came out with a lot more than I did. <laughs> I I got one. If there was a if there was a kid out there that came up to you and said, "I want to be a professional wrestler." What would you tell them? No. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Are we at a show or is he just going to come approach me when I'm like eating lunch? 
I guess that, or maybe after a show, like during the break from a show, and you're just sitting there at your table waiting for, or as everybody was buying all your merch, and this little kid walks over and says, I want to be a professional wrestler. Like you. Well, I'm not a professional wrestler. I know. I'm a professional wrestling manager. Yeah, but still. (laughs) If a kid wanted to be a professional wrestler, what I tell him is get, you know, first off, stay in school, kids, or go to trade school. Don't waste your money on college. College is a scam. Go become a plumber or electrician. In all seriousness, yeah, very much do that. Mechanics, plumbers, electrician. You set your own hours, you make your own money. Yeah. My dumbass went to school, got a degree in communication. I'm still paying it off. But if kids come up, you know, it's I'm not the nicest person to show, surprising to know. It's weird that, you know, you might not believe it. But kids and people, you know, special needs, I am always will take the time out sitting and talk to them. Kid wants to be a wrestler, good. Do it right. You know, go about it the right steps, the right way. I might have to change scenery. I didn't realize my phone was going to die. Oh, Gino. Was that 100%? This damn battery needs to be replaced. Oh, no. Now I hear that echo now. Yep. Oh, now you're here. I stopped hearing the echo. <laughs> yeah. But it's, no, it's just you come up to the show. It's just, I'll tell him if he wants information, he's going to buy it, most likely. I have this stamp that I carry around with me. When people ask me for an autograph, I'll stamp their little page that says, I will sign this for $5. <laughs> Joey's serious. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, I'm 100% serious. I have that stamp. Oh, wow. When someone asks me for an autograph, I will stamp their autograph book with, I will sign this for $5. Wow. And it has a little line for my signature. Wow, that's interesting. I should do that. No, you shouldn't. That's mine. Okay. Get your own ideas. (laughs) Let's hope we we, uh, we encounter you at a a show like... Oh, no, I'll charge you double. Okay. Permit sending me to a furry site. I'll charge you tripled about. <laughs> they may be changed soon. I'll actually have a special for those who know me you know I am a fan of hot sauce. I make my own hot sauce. Mm. I'll set a special batch aside just for you, Joe. Cool. There's nothing cool about this hot sauce. <laughs> this hot sauce has made the likes of S.A. Rios cry. <laughs> um, I got told to F off by David Arquette. <laughs> Dan the B Severin told me no, and I just respected it because it's Dan the B Severin. Um, Crime Time bought about four jars off of me. They loved what? it that much. People are wondering. I was at WrestleCon for a promotion at the time that's no longer in, in play, but they were Pro Wrestling Takeover. They got a booth at WrestleCon. They invited me to be part of the booth. People were wondering why there was so much foot traffic at this little promotion from Maine. At WrestleCon, and we have all these mega superstars, is because I was interacting with them. I was grabbing people over. I was bringing them over, having them try my hot sauce and then buy it. I'd walk around with my hot sauce and give it to superstars. Mm. I don't get starstruck. It's just, if I'm at a show, you're at the same show I am. Great. You worked WrestleMania. That's awesome. We're working the same VW tonight, boy. Hmm. I do like my hot sauce. I make my own. 
That's awesome. I love hot sauce. <laughs> I'm hoping, like, with everything opening up, that I'll be able to travel more, that I'll be able to get on the steady incline that I was before, you know, BC, before COVID. Mm-hmm. And I'll be down in that area, hopefully. I, well, I live where I live in Pennsylvania. They they do have wrestling shows on the regular, like at a gym at Delaware Valley High School. So if I ever see your name on the card, I'll definitely have to pop over. Well, send me the link of the promotion. I'll hit them up. I got a okay. few friends down that way anyway. There's a few of them, and then there's NYWC. Yep. You ever, they they may be doing their first outdoor show. So if they do the show, awesome. Definitely. Happy to see them back after the pandemic. Oh, me and Geek are like super amped because like. That is the promotion that got me into watching independent wrestling. I, I tell people all the time, you go to independent wrestling. Oh, I don't like that TV stuff. Fine. Go to an independent show. It's more intimate. That that and Ring of Honor. Yes. Uh, my first Ring of Honor show was back at WrestleMania 25. 25? Yeah. WrestleMania 25. Friends dragged me out of the hotel, demanded we go see this wrestling show, this promotion. I'm like, I don't want to. They dragged me out. Uh, we ended up uh, meeting. It was Taylor Black who was bummed a cigarette right. off of us. Yeah, we were trying to raise twenty thousand dollars as a joke because we were pretty intoxicated for Ryan Danielson to so he can come out to Final Countdown again. <laughs> because I guess that's how much the rights to that song cost at the time. Very first match, I'll never forget it. The top rope snapped. Oh, I believe it was Chris Hero or Casanoli. Who middle of a match, someone's in the ring getting locked in the crossface. They picked up the top rope that broke, came over and put it on their teammate who was in the crossface. They didn't break the submission. They just dropped the top rope on him. Ref, he has a rope break and walked back to his corner. <laughs> From that moment on, I was a fan of Ring of Honor and uh, Casnoli and everyone on that show. Yeah, the first show I it saw was the was greatest the- thing I've ever seen. First show I saw was at our best, I think it was in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Um, it w- the main event was there was two as a double steel cage match. It was Jay Briscoe versus Samoa Joe. And this, Jesus. I, don't know if, I don't know if you remember that match. Yeah, no, that was a murder. <laughs> yeah, where the, this was the first Ring of Honor show I saw. The blood was actually clotting from Jay Briscoe's head, and I'm like, the minute he climbed up the cage to see you see his face, we're like, oh my god. The Briscoes are nasty. I mean, I am honestly surprised like they didn't get into the uh, deathmatch scene because they would be killing it on that scene. They'd be unstoppable. Yeah. The, Bris- the Briscoes are legends right now, and they're still wrestling too today. Oh, yeah. They're still in our they, – they are – ROH is their home. Yeah. And they will be known for being one of the greatest, if not the greatest, ROH tag team of all time. I, I yeah. met Mark Briscoe, su- super nice guy, by the way, if he's watching. You know? No, I've never I've never met them. They're probably fantastic people. I know yeah. they hit like a friggin' pile of bricks from what <laughs> I've seen. Definitely. Yeah. So, my- I mean, Joe is one of, like, I love watching Samoa Joe matches because I can feel the hits. Like, he mm-hmm. will light you up. Like, him, That's anytime true. he got in the ring with McGinnis, I was oh, happy. Yeah. yeah. And my favorite match from him seeing live was probably with CM Punk. Oh, Joe or CM Joe Punk? Punk? Joe yeah. versus CM Punk, Elizabeth, New Jersey, the third match. I'm not sure where it was. I'm not sure which encounter it was, 
But Necro Butcher versus Joe, every time. I think that was Jersey. I think that was in Jersey. I, I, it was. The, I think it was part of the CZW feud, like back when you know CZW was CZW. <laughs> uh, yeah. But like those two guys, man, it was insane with what they did to each other. Mm. And Necro's actually like he's he's a nice guy. Sit down and have a conversation with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, he'll punch you in the face if you want him to. <laughs> he'll punch you right square in the jaw. I mean, his punches are no joke. Good stuff. <laughs> well, sort yeah, of. His, his matches are great, though. I mean, I'm very happy. Like, I think he just actually announced uh, like a month or two or so that he went into remission, which is fantastic news. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. getting stronger every day. Who knows? Maybe he'll pull off a match. Yeah. There's a few guys I would love to see go toe-to-toe. Like Alex Colon versus Necro Butcher. Think about that one. Actually, it's kind of crazy. We actually I met, we messaged uh, CZW with the dudes at Ringside Page, and they were asking us all these questions like, what is your reach? How far did your connection go? This and I gave them all our followers, or what from Instagram to Facebook to, the, and they're like, well, like I told them, Germany, and they're like, oh, well, we'll letting you know I'm on the move. See where, see if we can work with you guys. And I just like, I was shocked that they even messaged us back. Is their logo? Hey, Thunder Feet, how you doing, bud? Uh, See, their logo doesn't have the scratchy Z anymore. It's like a it yeah. Up. Well, I'm not sure if there's a new owner, or you know, if uh, they're going under transition. I know in the last few years, people have not been happy with the product. Mm. So I'm not sure with what's going on with it, but I can't wait to see what's next for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a tournament of death season. So hopefully we'll actually see what comes up with them. I always yeah. like the best of the best series, but I laughed when Butcher was the Hawaiian character. He's talking about the wrestler mm-hmm. with Mickey Rourke. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I saw that movie. Yeah. I hope so. It was a great movie. I mean, if you like wrestling movies, I tell people this all the time. Check out a movie called Cape Babe. It is on YouTube. I think it's still for free. It is a fantastic wrestling movie. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Ugh. Check it out, guys. Are you yawning? Are you tired? Am I boring you? Never. No, it's just been a long no, day. Come on, man. Long day. I've been up since 4 o'clock this morning working. And you're complaining about it being a long day. Great, greatness is yawning, great. phones ringing, sending your guests to friggin' furry sites. <laughs> the Man, name change will happen eventually. But we're not, we're not having a good reputation here with uh, Mr. Epic here. Yeah, the fans seem to be enjoying it, so yeah, exactly. I just call myself Joe Quinones Jr. <laughs> now, what we're on Twitch, we're on uh, you guys are on Twitch and YouTube, YouTube and Facebook, and uh. TikTok. Yeah, not TikTok. Yep. TikTok. Instagram, Spotify. Uh, we have- and all these have like live feeds, huh? I wish well, we I wish we were on TikTok live. I don't know if we can get on there live. I would have to give him the passwords and everything. Yes, you would. I mean, why wouldn't you be? Just outreach, my friend. 
the more social media, the more eyes on you. Yeah. Even if it's like four people watching on TikTok, it's four people who weren't watching before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you could manage anybody, who would it be? Anybody? Any Brody. Brody. Bruiser Brody. I, Bru- think- I would absolutely would have loved to be in the corner of Bruiser Brody at one time. Mm-hmm. What about what about currently? Currently, like big stars right now or independent stars? Both. Yeah. Both. Big stars, I would love to be able. I like Madman Fulton. Madman Fulton. Madman Fulton has the potential to be his own mega superstar. Mm-hmm. He just needs the right person in his corner. He has the wrong person you're talking, right? No, he has right now. I mean, he's doing pretty good. He has Ace Austin in his corner. I'm pretty sure Ace Austin's the X Division champion. Ace but Austin's awesome. The thing is that these guys have always used Fulton as a backup. Mm-hmm. When are they going to let the monster, the giant, do what he does best and hurt people? They did. They did say this. They need a big monster in Impact right now. They need a big monster in wrestling. Period. <laughs> they have Luchasaurus, who I believe is what six twelve, six eleven, mm-hmm. and I mean he does flips and dips and like not giant things. He does kicks too. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, look at how the Big Show used to wrestle or Andre. No kicks, no nothing. Right? No, he, he, when he hits you, you, you knew he hit you. Look how Walter wrestles. Mm. Imagine like, getting power bombed from a dude who, like almost like that's a giant right there that I love. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say he'd be another good client of yours. Oh, oh he would be fantastic. <laughs> like yeah. these, these are commodities and oddities that you do not see very often, and that you have to use sparingly, and you know. When you need a scalpel, you use a scalpel. When you need a shotgun, you use a shotgun. You know? It's either surgery or we're going to paint the whole room. Mm-hmm. You need a guy who can do both. Yep. Who's your favorite tag team of all time? All time? Yeah. Hmm. That is a say. great question. We know what it is currently. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the Middlesex Express. <laughs> Greatest tag team ever, you know? Mm-hmm. I love my boys. But um, of all time, on probably famous-wise, I don't know. I like Rockers because they reinvented the tag team game. Mm-hmm. I've always been partial to the Dugleys and APA mm-hmm. because of their style. I, I enjoy that smash mouth, Stan Hansen in your face, kick your ass style. We need more of it in wrestling, I think. It's just we don't. If someone was to come out, like, look at how impressive Walter is. And he does very little in that ring, but hurt people. It's amazing. Ooh, He's not your typical 2020, you know, next generation wrestler. He is your typical 1980s, early 90s Japanese mess you up wrestler. Mm. You have a question from the crowd. We do. We do. Favorite, favorite wrestler of all time. Favorite wrestler, Bobby the Brain. Bobby yeah. the Brain Heenan. Now, for those who don't know, Bobby the Brain Heenan was also a wrestler before he became a manager. 
Bobby the Brain is the epitome of what a professional wrestler worker is. He could go in the ring. He could talk. He could do everything that was needed to do. I don't believe there has ever been anyone, nor will there ever be anyone as good as Bobby the Brain Heenan. People are like, you're going to be the next, but no, I'm not going to be the next Bobby. I'm the first Chad Epic. I don't want to be the next anybody. I want someone to think they're going to be the next me. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's one of, you have to be like that in this, these, this day and age. Because there's other managers watching this or get a hold of this and they get offended that I call myself professional wrestling's last great manager, then step your game up. Most managers I've met are the friend of the promoter or a wrestler that couldn't make it in the ring, who couldn't be a wrestler, who wasn't good enough. This is something I've always wanted to do. I always wanted to be a, a manager. I have no desire to be a full-time in-ring competitor. I walk with a cane. I don't need to be in the ring running the ropes. Wrestlers have to be in shape and cut. I'm A-shape. I like cheeseburgers. <laughs> Okay, I have an interesting question for you. What was it like to work in Fenway Park doing an indie show? Phenomenal. I saw that picture, and I was like, wow. I got to do three shows at Fenway Park. The first one we did was the first one since, I believe, the days of Kayla Kowalski. And, like, being a Bostonian era native, being able to do a show, even though I'm a Yankees fan, not a Red Sox fan. Yeah. High five, sir. No. Oh, thank you. Put your hand down. Um, (laughs) I was honored and privileged to be able to work Fenway Park. That that field is one of the most historic fields in baseball. I also got to make the chief of Boston police cry with my hot sauce. (laughs) I got to – it was with Dante Luna Productions and the Bell Time Club um, run by Bo Douglas. I got to sit and commentate with Rich Palladino, who is one of the greatest ring announcers to ever step foot in the ring. He's done it for GCW. He's done it for pretty much every major New England promotion. Uh, Look him up if you haven't. Rich Palladino used to ring announce for ECW back in the day. I got to commentate with him and Richard Hatch, the first Survivor winner. Mm. Like That was pretty surreal. I'm making the police chief of Boston cry with my hot sauce, and I'm commentating with Richard Hatch, the first million-dollar survival winner, with Rich Palladino. While the best part was my teach was in the ring wrestling, my trainer, Brickhouse Baker. Mm. Like that, that – moments like that, you can't, you can't express. Like that was, that was insane to think about. Even looking back now, like that's pretty surreal. I mean, I had a match that was Middlesex Express and myself. They were in the ring versus Tito Santana and Tony Atlas. Oh, wow. I mean, at the end of the match, Tito and Tony both kicked me between the legs. I mean, that was <laughs> surreal. I just got beat up by freaking Strike Force. Like, what, what yeah. just happened? It's crazy. Crazy, crazy story, man. But um, speaking of uh, food, though, um, I, me and Joe were joking around on the show about doing a pizza podcast. Would you ever think of doing that? Of course, it's food. <laughs> just I'll make the pizza around. for you. We're, we're Ooh, just going, there we go. You'll make the food. Just going around like uh, New York, saying 
just trying different pizzas and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure a famous podcast already does that. <laughs> I mean, he's kind of a billionaire now, too, from doing stuff like that. <laughs> if you've ever heard of it, it's a little promotion called Barstool Sports. Yeah, it's a small there. little place. You know, we his pizza reviews. Yeah. We need to get up their level, Geek. We need to hang out with them and do a, get on their channel. I'd you have never heard of Barstool Sports? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That, that's. I mean, the pizza they, reviews, the one bite thing, he's been doing that for a while. They did. The, I mean, uh, if you had wrestlers come on and, like, if you guys actually sat in the studio and made the pizza and then tried it afterwards, that would be pretty cool. No one's done that before. No, right? Maybe when all this is over, Chad, I'll come when I come back uh, to New York. If you're in New York, we could uh, we could meet up and come to Lance uh, Geeky's apartment, and we could have make pizza in his live his kitchen, and we could all do a podcast together like that. Oh, I would gladly do that. Something like <laughs> binging with Babish style, you know? Yeah, that would be fantastic. As we do the show, we will eat pizza, homemade pizza. Oh yeah, I would gladly do that if it involves food. I mean, why not? Yeah. Because everybody's bugging. Food is probably my one true freaking crutch in life. So, come on, come on, Chad. You don't, you don't think it's, it's, a, it's a good idea, dudes. That pizza podcast. It's already being done. Uh, it's a stolen idea. I mean, you could do it, but I, I mean, everyone, every other podcast, you know, you stole this idea from Barstool. Everything yeah. is stolen nowadays. Yeah, but. When you know, when I steal an idea, at least it's from like the sixties and no one remembers it. <laughs> I mean Barstool is pretty uh pretty top notch right now. Yeah. I mean, is if you look up Barstool, he's actually at Boston Com Boston Anime Boston one year, watching one of his old videos. Lo and behold, he's rest interviewing a cosplayer dressed up as IRS. It was me. He's <laughs> It was very, very – I didn't had no idea who he was at the time. I'm like, hey, that's just me casually talking to a freaking millionaire. Cool. Oh, breaking news. Do you hear that, Joe? No. That's... Rich Hatch just passed away. What? Oh, God. I'm Survivor. Another horrible news during the show. First New Jack, now Richard Hatch. I don't know. I can't. I use my use that. One of you check that out. Richard Hatch. I'm just broken news. Somebody broke it just now, so I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe that Joe the Panther thing would come up again. <laughs> Why does stuff always break on our podcast? You know. Yeah, every time. I mean, there's been a few, like, death hopes for Richard Hatch, so. I'm trying to research it. It's hard. I look at the name of Nothing came up. Where did you find this out, Mod? I'm not getting the same one. Did you getting anything? Nothing. See, there we go. Dude, mod, what are you doing to us? You're making us look foolish on uh, on live. <laughs> I haven't seen anything, so. There we go. We safe. Yeah, you know, I mean, if that is a joke, that's a pretty piss poor one, kid. Mm-hmm. 
It happened a long time ago. Richard Hatch was alive last year. He was alive two years ago. I know. Dudes at Pickle podcast. Dudes at Pickle podcast. That's another one we could do. No, no, I don't think so. That sounds like it's a whole different type of podcast. Yeah, that, 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 that sounds, sounds like an, like a maybe that's an ASMR thing you find on a certain yellow and uh, black site, you know? Okay. Yes. Right, Makes that funny. <laughs> then your parents walk in. Oh, dad, no. <laughs> Next, this guy's going to be telling people to search up two girls in one cup. Oh, no, not that again. <laughs> Listen, half the kids probably have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. They're going to do it, and they're going to have nightmares and be traumatized just like we all were. Yes. Still have no. friends saying never look that up. Dude, it's been yeah. years. I mean, in fifth grade, it's like, we need to learn about the White House, whitehouse.com. Well, that doesn't look like our president at all. <laughs> what, what How the hell does the U.S. government lose the White House domain to a goddamn porn site? Yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite band of all time? Band? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I love the Charles Daniel band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Murata, you're right. Dude, that, I am that, a huge, actually, I'm a huge country and old school rock and roll buff. Hmm. That's cool. I have seen Gwar in concert. That was a fucking experience. There's no other way to put it nicely. Oh, jeez. Was that a horror one? And it ended up somehow in the pit during a gore concert. No okay. idea what was going on. Look to the left, look to the right. I'm like, there's a lot of people just did, did someone die in the middle? Oh, shit. And then the pit closed on me. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, yeah. No. I had no idea what the hell was going on. I had fun, but it was one of those things like everyone separated like this and then they all came in and I'm standing in the middle of the friggin' smash. Oh, <laughs> but seeing Warren in concert was insane. Never even heard of them before that. And I'm watching, like, what the fuck is going on? These dudes in giant styrofoam costumes and sparks and blood. I'm like, wow. It's definitely a show. Yeah, yeah completely. I, 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 do you like Do you like tacos? Who doesn't like tacos? There's certain people that are don't like tacos. They, they Those stick- aren't people. Those are pod people. Yep. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if you don't like tacos, you change the shell of the innards. I mean, it's taco. Anything would be a taco. And we're not talking pod podcast people. We're talking actual pod people. Yes, like Soylent Green, pod people. <laughs> Another reference that's probably way outdated for half your listeners. Here we go. I have another one. If what, who's your favorite female wrestler, indies or main roster? I mean, my typical answer is going to be Delilah Hayden because she's one of mine. But I think she left. Awesome Kong. Oh yeah, it's awesome. I could see you with Awesome Kong or with Delilah. Awesome Kong, I would absolutely adore to be managed managing her. Awesome Kong is the reason I started. One of the reasons I should say, I started to watch TNA wrestling. Hmm. Her and Petey Williams. She started Ring of Honor, didn't she? I'm not actually sure where she started. The first place I saw her was destroying people in TNA. Yeah. But I'm like, who she, is this monster? monster? I don't think she was Awesome Kong. I think she was something else. In, uh, yeah, um, Awesome Kong. What was her name in Japan? I know D- Karma had her. WWE had her. Karma. Yeah. 
which was uh, that was sad. It was an <laughs> awesome Kong. I know it was something. It was it, it was, was Kong. Something. I know that. So yeah, but it was something else attached to it though. So I mean, if you want to look for great female talent, like Japan has like some of the best and some of the meanest, and it's just it's a lot different style than we were used to years ago. Richard Hatch from Battlestar. Oh Thank Jesus. You. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, Richard Hatch from Battlestar passed away. Richard Hatch from Survivor is still alive. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you, Geller. All right. I mean, I tell him it's not funny. Years ago, my accountant um, actually was named Mark Calloway. Oh, geez. He passed oh. away. And I posted about it. Said, oh, you know, this is a post for my friend Mark Calloway who's passed away. Uh, may he rest in peace. Oh, God. Didn't think about it. Name was spelled different. Yeah, I got that whole day. I got blown up. Where did you find this information out? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, his wife told me? How do you know him? It's like, Jesus Christ. I didn't realize Mark Calloway was this famous. He's a local <laughs> accountant. <laughs> didn't click. Honestly, it just never clicked. I don't consider Undertaker Mark Calloway. He's Undertaker. Yeah. Yep. No, no, but man, that piss a lot of people off with that one. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep. You don't want to do that. Yeah, I mean, I do. It's kind of my job to piss people off. Yeah. Yes, Rio is an amazing female talent. I will give AEW credit. I will give WWE NXT credit. What they've done, rest female wrestling in the last five six years has been absolutely. Astonishing. Mm. It's the fact that you go from two to three second matches of brown panties to the women out wrestling being the best match on the card, which rightfully so should be it sometimes. I mean, what was Sasha Banks and uh, Bailey Hell in the Cell? Fantastic, brutal, hard hitting match. Awesome Kong versus Nikki Rocks from TNA. We have Hardcore 11 match. people right now. No if way. you've never seen that one, Check it out. Awesome Kong beat the living hell out of Nikki, and she kept coming back. If you ever had a chance to manage, like, a heavy hitter like China, would you have done it back in the day? 100%. China was an athlete among athletes. She beat up the men, but well, one of her biggest drawbacks was promos. I, That's I guess, why you have people like me. I guess greatness is uh, right here because we've got 12 people right now in the chat. Oh, nice. So thanks, Mr. Epic, right now. <laughs> I mean, they ask any questions, I'll answer them. Mm -hmm. Guys, come on. Get your come questions on. out there. Come, come on, guys. It's, my whole thing with this is if, you know, it doesn't matter, male, female, whatever you identify are, your orientation, I don't give a damn. If you can work in that ring and you're actually a decent human being, we will get along. Mm -hmm. uh, who, who would think would be uh, one of the greatest heels that's coming? Greatest out? heels of all time? No, 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 right now. like Right that, now in wrestling? Up, upcoming, upcoming. Randy Orton. <laughs> He's not no, upcoming, up, but. Upcoming. Who would you say? Um, Upcoming, MJF. MJF? You say MJF? A lot of people say MJF. MJF is always MJF. He doesn't turn off. Mm -hmm. 
And that's something that doesn't happen very often these days. You need people, a good heel, good bad guy, needs a good good guy, a great good guy to foil off of. Uh You can't have one without the other. I'm, if I'm out at ringside and I'm screaming and yelling as the bad guy, but the other guy is a bad guy, like, what, 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 what are we trying to do? People want to see, when they go to a show with Chad Epic, by the end of the night, they want to see me get laid out. And if that's the case, if I get laid out and they all cheer, that means I did my job. I had John Cena's father. We had something that was House of Bricks Wrestling. Um, teach, Rick House Baker. He ran a promotion for about 10 years. He just closed up shop right before COVID, actually. So he dodged that bullet. We had a year-long thing with my Middlesex Express tag team tournaments. Uh, we were doing the whole entire year. The end of the year, we would crown the first ever House of Breaks tag team champions. Not a single person laid a hand on me that whole year. I always, always got away. The middle sex always saved me. The first person to drop me was when we won the titles at the end of the tournament. It was John Cena Sr. We had maybe about 200 people in that building. Not a single one of them was sitting in their seats when I got dropped. <laughs> that means I did my job right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because people my boys won the title that night. We were tag team champions. Technically, we were actually not even technical. We were the first ever, last ever House of Bricks tag team champions. Wow. Mm-hmm. There we go. I see a question in the chat. What is your favorite favorite sports team? Favorite sports team? Boston Bruins. Boston Bruins. I don't watch it as much as I would like, but I love hockey. It's not boring like basketball or baseball. All right. I also um, enjoy watching BattleBots. That was um, fun. BattleBots Battle is really fun to watch. Just seeing two machines kill each other. Fantastic. That was, that was they were filming a tournament on NBC. Yep. Recently. I don't know if it's over. I think I think it's over. But it they was- do they actually ran I it came back like two years ago and I just found out about it recently, but it's some of the old school guys from the nineties are back and some new bots are back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw it. I was like, Whoa, my dad got really amped. He started watching it. This is oh, amazing. it's fantastic. It's something about, I don't know if it's like a primal thing with us, but like just seeing two things destroy each other. Fantastic. Yeah. I, I was going to say, uh, that was going to be my next question. What's your favorite TV show? Favorite TV show. Yeah. Like currently out or of all time. Um, it could be currently, it could be, uh, I mean, probably honestly, Monday Night Raw, I watch it every week without fail. Yeah, but if we were talking about like a syndicated thing, uh, Parks and Rec holds a special place in my heart. Oh, yeah, Ron Swanson, in my opinion, is the ultimate man's man. (laughs) Yes, are you a Rick and Morty fan or no? Um, it's okay. I mean, uh, it's like the same humor along Family Guy and Simpsons. I enjoy South Park, I can't wait Mm -hmm. for this season to come out. Uh I mean, with everything that's happened in the last year. I can't freaking wait to see what they do. They just did the vaccine episode. I did, and I laughed. It made me that, very that happy. Was, that, that was a great episode. I also enjoy like shows like, what is it? Whose Line Is It Anyway? America's Funny Home Videos. Uh-huh. I enjoy seeing other people in pain. It makes me laugh. <laughs> what, what's that show called with John Cena that's hosted? That, um, Wipeout. Wipeout. Oh, yeah, yeah, you probably, probably enjoy that show, too. Yep. I don't yeah, understand well, why they have a microphone just floating in the air next to that lovely lady, but it, they can do what they want with special effects these days. 
We have a big question. I look like somebody below Thunderfeet. Australia? Yeah. We'll get the Australia one first, though. It came up. <laughs> this is the Australian dude? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble for this one. I can't fucking stand it. I honestly can't. You're not there. The boys aren't the ones buying the tickets. They're the ones who are supposed to put the meat in seats. Mm. Meat in seats. 16 inches is all that matters in professional wrestling at the end of the day. The people that come through that door that buy a ticket to watch the shows all you care about is going in that ring and having your best friend in the back go, oh that was a really cool spot you look at the crowd and nothing not a single one of them cheered or popped or left their seat they're all on their phones I hear people all the time bitching and moaning with a fan was on their phone like they're never on their phone when I'm out there why are they always out there on their phones when you're out there if you're spending all the time trying to pop the boys in the back go back to the backyard with no yeah. fans, stop taking money out of other people's pockets. It's your job as a professional wrestler to go into that ring and make the fans remember you. Worst thing in the world, to my opinion, as a professional wrestler manager, is if I got no reaction whatsoever. I don't care if the boys in the back like it. I'm the biggest critic on my stuff all the time. I might think that was the absolute drizzling shits. And then I go back there and everyone's like, hey, it was okay, and yet I look back there and the fans are rabid. That's what matters. Not the boys in the back cheering. The people who paid their tickets, who buying the merchandise, who are spending their hard-earned money to watch you, those are the ones that matter. Yes, very much so. There's a reason why America's Funny Home Videos has been on the air since the 80s. Someone getting kicked in the balls is always going to be hilarious. <laughs> But back to that question, yeah, I, I don't understand why you just want to, if you're just out there trying to pop the boys, then you and your boys should go start your own promotion in the backyard. I guarantee you I will get some hate mail for that one. I already see my messages literally lighting up right now. How I got one, two, that? three, four, five, six messages right now from that, that one. What it looks like. Isn't that what you want? I mean, yeah, they want to bitch and moan, but the problem is, is like I said, that's probably just the boys. No, I mean, do they want, it's like, do, don't you want them to hate you, hate you? No, see, here's the thing. If the boys want to hate me, they can hate me. I don't give a damn. I'm not working for them. I'm working for the guy who stuffs my envelope. <laughs> they hire me to put on a show. They hire me to get interaction with the fans. I'm not there to make nice with the boys in the back. They're not paying me. They're not buying my merchandise. The fans are. Yep. This is a business. I mean, you will have people that will tell you all oh, wrestling isn't about the money. And what the hell is it about? I love wrestling. I love every aspect of it. But I'm not driving in my car 16 hours one way to do a show for five minutes for no money. So, so I'm guessing you're you're, you're in, heard about the rumors about another Jackass movie. Oh yeah, 100. percent And and um, I'm hoping and you're hoping I'm guessing it's real because you want to see Johnny Knoxville get hit in the balls again or something. As much as I would like to sit on a high horse and say that Jackass isn't funny or anything, I got dragged along to the third movie. I was probably the loudest person in there laughing. (laughs) That first prank with that giant fist, I died when Wee Man went flying. (laughs) The the movie was funny too. The movie was absolutely great. It's like yeah, that's it's just people like stupidity. 
like the doctor goes, oh, it's like, it's like he look, it looks like you shoved a car up your ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, it's it's not me getting hurt, you know, it's yeah. not me doing those stupid shit, so good for them. But no, it's just, the, the guy from Australia was asking, there are too many people who think that it's more important to pop the boys. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the boys were paying my, you know, my envelope at the end of the night. No. It's no. just, I, I don't get it. It's not my, like, people want to do a billion different things in the ring, flip, 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 flip. They forget that there's a crowd to interact with. There's a crowd you need to actually respond to. If there's a dude in the third, first row drinking a beer and he drops it and shatters it everywhere, if you're in a place with 150 people, the people in the ring or myself, we better acknowledge that. I will call you out on that crap. <laughs> there's no one even watching. I called you out for your phone ringing. The fans' reactions are one of the most important, if not the most important thing. It means they remember you. Next time you go to the show, they're like, I remember you from last time. I had genuine emotion for a show that I did. A guy pulled a Bowie knife on me and wanted to stab me. What? I have hanging up in my room a letter from a very angry mother because I told her child that he was making some very homophobic slurs towards people comes up to me he's like well what's the secret of life if you're so smart look him dead in the face i'm like well looking at your crater face it's obviously proactive <sighs> he went back to his chair broke down crying his mother <laughs> sent a scathing email to the promotion saying she'll never be back i should be fired blah 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 they sent it to me saying i need to calm down i printed it out and i framed it <laughs> <laughs> wow Wow. I mean, if you want to act, it is the thing. I'm the bad guy. I know that. I'm supposed to get punched in the mouth. That's what people want to see. But I'm not the bad guy, you know? I'm a bad guy just because I'm a bad guy doesn't mean I'm a bad guy, you know? But I don't tolerate homophobic slurs. I don't tolerate the sexism. I don't tolerate racism at any of show I work for or I am promoting. That goes to workers and that goes to fans. I will remove you. I will not give you your money back. I will blast you on social media and make your life a living hell. <laughs> Good. There's absolutely no reason in today's day and age to attack someone for their sexual orientation, their religious beliefs, how they look, how they want to represent themselves or others. It's absolute bullcrap that we still have people out there saying you can't do this because you wear a dress or you can't do that because you're a man or a woman or you identify as him or they. Actually, you're going to think this is pretty cool, Chad. Um, we are actually having a transgendered wrestler come on our show. That is awesome. Who? Um, oh, I can't think of her name. I have a picture of her because we always get their pictures before they come oh, on our show. Oh, my God. Where is it? Where is it? I can't find it right now. I'll have to send you yeah, to you later. You'll show me later. It's fine. But no, it's just one of those things. I don't understand how we still, I mean, as much as we even talked about this earlier, I don't like getting political and stuff. It always causes a uprising. All right. I'm not left. I'm not right. Wait, I believe in the Constitution. Here we go. Hmm? She's from Arizona. I am not familiar, but I will definitely get a closer look after the show. Yes. And I will check and out I'm her so happy. My sister thinks it's totally awesome. And at first, I told Geek and Mod when, when I announced it in the car, because they were in the car, and I always do the breaking news, breaking news that we got, blah, 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 to come on our podcast. 
And gig paused and then went, oh, cool. But I was I was like expecting the big yay, but the mod got super, super over in the car with the mod. Geek, it took a while to get geeked to get excited about it. But the mod was like, oh, my God, yes, I can't wait, super amped. Man, he I was throwing your ass right under the bus, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man, you're oh. burying your own tag team partner. <laughs> yeah. Our manager totally threw him under the bus. She was like, oh, my God, I can't wait. Oh, my God. It was total Long Island accent. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Oh, no, you know what? It's one of those things. Like, like when allegations came out last summer against a bunch of people. I mean, I cut ties with a lot of people over that bullshit. I have no tolerance for that whatsoever. You have promotions up here um, that were like, we're going to wait and see. I don't work with those promotions anymore. Those wait and see promotions, screw them. I don't care how much money it costs me. I don't care if it costs my myself bookings. If you want to associate with rapists, pedophiles, abusers, users, then I don't want to associate with you. That's good. I like that. It's and very you- simple. Neither, not a single one of my people are against my feelings on that. They are 100% stand by me. And- Myself being a uh, a Latino man, like where I live in Pennsylvania, these people are downright disgusting to my father. My father was a 9-11 first responder and they Tell look him I at said thank him. you. I will. I will. He, they look at him like he's disgusting because he's a brown man. And I have to like look at them like he said did something and they said something to him. And then he says, you know, I'm a 9-11 first responder. Then they try to become his best friend. I do not contone public violence, but if you see a Nazi, make sure to punch your local Nazi. Ooh. Right I in the mouth. <laughs> That's me. If the cop asks you why, just tell him, oh, Chad Epic told me to do it. He said it was okay. He's a very <laughs> convincing person. Yes. Yeah. That's my... Uh... But the wrestling fans around here are really cool. Oh, wrestling to- fans, I mean, you said you're in Pennsylvania, right? Oh, yes. Pennsylvania. I believe you. you have the sanctuary in your area. What's that? The sanctuary is in Pennsylvania, yes? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Now, that place is top-notch production, top-notch everything, run by an awesome dude and his husband. He's mm. another one who doesn't tolerate any of that bullshit. Talk about in my area, Limitless Wrestling, I know firsthand the guy who runs that will not tolerate any of that bullshit. You will be gone at the first hint of it. Mm. Um, Providence Wrestle Party. If you haven't heard of it, please check it out. We have had wrestling pizza man deliveries. We have had cats. I actually got to, I had a squad of ninjas attack the Ugly Ducklings manager, Coach Mikey, during the show. (laughs) Now break that down. The Ugly Ducklings, top-notch tag team versus the Middlesex Express. Loser would have to give the winner a lap dance. That was the stipulation. Oh, no. What happened? You got dropped. I always Geek? knew you were the friggin' Sean and he was the genetic, right? Geek, what happened? I have no idea. I'm here, what happened? We can I'm hear you. I mean, this is the best you've ever looked to me. Hello, Geek, what happened? I'm, I'm still here. Me. I'm still here. I didn't drop you. Okay, now we're You're back. back. Right. Wow. Oh, look, I'm now at cent- dead center. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and now you're on bottom. <laughs> okay. But no, if you want to check out someplace, it's Providence Wrestle Party. Check out their stuff online. It is the most inclusive. It accepts everyone. 
Uh, Sully Banger is a top-notch human being and individual and promoter. Yeah. I cannot say enough things about them. He works um, He's worked closely with actually Russell's Laboratory, who is another great promotion, who takes no crap and does not allow any of that bullshit. And that's the thing. It's 2021. And I'll say this, that promotions aren't allowing that crap anymore. There's no more a voice code or anything. If you see it, throw them out. I actually wasn't even at a show. And I made sure that I knew that a guy was at a show who has a record that one of my boys threw his ass out of the locker room, grabbed his stuff, and kicked him out. We put on shows for children, for kids, for women, for adults. There's no reason you should come to a wrestling show unless it's someone like me threatening you. You should feel unsafe. There's so many different like people in the wrestling business. I, I I felt the shame even doing this. I don't know why I did this. I was like trying to help or trying to find guests, and I think it's after way after we got you and our on our awesome list of people that are helping us out with this podcast. I'm not gonna say a name. Oh well, yeah, don't say names. Let, let me, let me, He's let me, gonna do it anyway. See what your reaction. He's gonna say Fuck him. Yes, I sent an email and the douchebag wanted to charge us $45 a minute. $45 a minute? Yes. Now, well, since you dropped the name and I didn't, now there were allegations against James Ellsworth that he's never happened. Of course it didn't. It looks bad for you. It's the reason why you've never been back to WWE. Now, he doesn't know me from a hole in the wall, but he has worked with a few female friends of mine, and he was absolutely disgusting to them. Wow. He was a perv and he was a pig. Mm. He needs to learn to keep his hands to himself. Now, people watching this don't like that. Too fucking bad. Oh, well, you're ruining guys. No, he ruined his own career when he decided to send his dick to a freaking underage worker. Disgusting. It's horrible. If you think that's cool to send your junk or your parts to someone who was under the age of 18 and you're in your 20s or 30s, then you are a disgusting human being and you should be called out. The person who called you out didn't ruin your career. Your own stupidity, your own disgusting nature ruined your career. There's there's some men that I just would totally new jack, staple their balls to the thigh. Yeah. And you know what? Here's the thing. It's not just men. That's the thing. It's women too that have done this. You can't just say it was all men. It was women, too, in the business that have done this. Yeah. Oh, that's another one. All people in general are just disgusting. This is why I like animals. Yeah. It's, I, and it, we, we, we talked about it before we went live. Uh, and you said you, you, you knew of him. What was your thought of the sad, tragic death of New Jack? It, it hit me. Um, my boy Rob Marsh uh, was big into the deathmatch scene before 2020. Um, he did step away from you know wrestling, but we worked with him a few times. And New Jack was always a professional to us. I get why some people. Hello, he Joe. He's our artist. He drew. Oh, very nice. He drew the logo. Do you ever need um, a good picture of yourself? Go to the, go to him. He's on Facebook. He's nice. awesome. I mean, uh, but no, it's uh, hearing about. It. I get people don't like him and why he's done some questionable things. But he's always treated me with respect, and you know what? He's never one of those guys who had never freaking whipped his dick out in the locker room to show to anybody. Yeah, I don't. I don't condone that. I 
Twelve. I should never say the name. Now I'm gonna probably get like someone's gonna, they're gonna come after me. But you know what? Eh. I had to come out. <laughs> they can come, come after me. You, you'll I know people it. do all the time. It doesn't matter. You know, it's I, I have my supporters in this business and I have my haters in this business. You will always have both on both sides. Um, I know we touched on this a little bit earlier, but I know WWE and uh, New Japan are doing, possibly doing a partnership. What are some of your favorite? You would like to see some of the dream matches between the oh, two. Oh, Okada Cena. Okada Cena. Okada Cena would be amazing. Um, oh, geez, uh, what is his name? Suzuki want, versus Randy Orton. I want Suzuki versus Lesnar. Ooh. <laughs> Hasn't that already want, happened? I don't think it's happened, but I just want to see. I just want to see Brock just German suplex him. Suzuki get back up and just smile and start laughing. I mean, if they do have a partnership, you could have the Gorillas of Destiny versus the New Day, um, any of their tag teams versus anyone. The Gorillas of Destiny versus the Usos. Ooh, no family affair. Yeah, exactly, right? I mean, it's if New Japan would be the smartest move for them to team up with the WWE because of the global platform, but just think about this. I don't know. Okada versus Cena from a wrestling standpoint. So you have the biggest star in wrestling versus the biggest star in Japanese wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's a WrestleMania match right there. That, oh, it would, it would have, it'd be Tokyo Dome WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh, wow. I would love to see that people just broke, like what AEW is doing, having all the different promotions work together. I would love to see WWE do that. WWE, I mean, they would benefit more than anyone. I mean, they would. They have the platform. They have everything. Every other wrestling promotion would benefit from working with WWE because of that reason, right there. Mm-hmm. I just hope they would do it the right way, though. It's wrestling. It's never done the right way. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because it's it's a money grab, right? Well, that's the thing. Everyone's uh, too worried about their egos. Uh huh. So, I mean, you could do fifty-fifty. Yeah, which- I mean, I went in the ring. I had a match. It was about five seconds long. A tie-up, and I tapped out. Yeah. Yeah. Tapped out on a tie-up. I just want a good match out of it. That's that's what I. I'm, I'm uh, you won't. Those two don't know how to put on a bad match. That's the thing. Uh-huh. Okada, like does. you have Suzuki versus uh, Orton. You don't like the. Just think about the little things that they do in between their stuff to like mash together. Like it would be absolutely incredible to watch. And you have guys that I believe well, you got someone like Masato Tanaka might come in for them. Mm-hmm. Like just in general, the possibilities. And the thing is, it's not even like five years ago. This was a what? Uh, this would be a pipe dream. 2021, it's a possibility that you see WWE working with other promotions. I believe they just signed a deal with MLW, didn't they? They did. Like that's that's insane mm-hmm. to see Fatu uh, like uh, – one of their guys, a Contra in WWE, that would be incredible to watch. Or to see some WWE guys go down there. Mm-hmm. That's another group that we actually sent the dudes at Ringside Page to see if they can get a promoter from them to come on our show. We never heard anything back from MLW. Yeah, they're busy, you know. They, they get a lot of stuff to do. They're in the process of, uh, of rebranding and restructuring everything with COVID hopefully coming to an end. Mm. I just, I'm hoping 
we can get back to going to shows because I've been dying to get back to Long Island to do a show. I'm trying to get Geek to come here so we can hit up a show. In I haven't made a kid cry in like a year and a half. You know, it's it's been horrible. Go to the supermarket and just like as the kids grabbing potato chips, go. You don't need that. Yeah, but I get arrested on that one. Oh. If you go to a wrestling show and I make a kid cry and steal his candy, they can't do anything about it. (laughs) They paid for that kind of treatment. Yeah. Well, if if you're doing it, I where I live, I I hate name dropping my my location. I feel like parts unknown is my beautiful location. But if 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 you ever do show, I live in Milford, Pennsylvania. So if you and it's close to New England. Let me know. Yeah, it's about a six-hour drive. Plus, I could hit up a Wawa, which would be fantastic. Wawa or Turkey Hill? There's a nice Turkey Hill in my town. Wawa. Wow, yeah, Wawa Wawa was good stuff. I like Wawa. (laughs) We don't have Wawas. We don't have Wawas here. We have Quick Check, which is kind of like the same thing. And Seven Eleven. And Seven Eleven too. Can we get Seven Elevens up here? Why would I want to go there? You know, to a place I can get up here. I grew I grew up on Seven Elevens. Those are like the yeah. I mean, I it's one of those things. Like if I travel, I make sure. Like if I go down south, I'm gonna hit up a Steak and Shake. I can't get Steak and Shake up here. Mm-hmm. I want to hit up a Waffle House or a Bojangles. You know what's funny? When I went to Florida, I, I was trying to get my sister to bring me to the um the, the Waffle House, but my sister's like, "You don't want to go in there. That's not a good neighborhood to be in." If you know what I mean, I'm like, it, it is a good. It, you have to go to Waffle House. Yeah. Food's not good. The service isn't good. The atmosphere is not good. It's not clean. Um, but you have to experience Waffle House. Yeah. Waffle House. You experience the madness of Waffle House. Those peanut butter waffles are really good. I always get the pecan waffles with a steak. Pecan waffles. I remember pecan that. waffles, syrup, steak, eggs, usually a hot chocolate. Don't drink coffee. The stuff's nasty. Oh, God. I love coffee. Ugh. <laughs> I guess you're a tea kind of guy. Yeah, Earl Grey hut. Cool. Yeah, my girlfriend's a tea. She likes tea. Is, so. Do you? Uh, what is your opinion on the movie Ghostbusters? Which one? Okay, now I'm gonna have to get political. <laughs> the it, you're the, talking uh, about the failed remake or the good one from the '80s? The good one from the '80s. It's a fantastic movie. It's a classic. Yes. Well, um, what do you think about the? Um, did you watch the trailer for uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife? I can't wait. I want to see what they do with it. Oh, me too. What do you think about the mini puffs? Um, I think they're trying to capitalize on Baby Yoda. Yeah, Baby Yoda and Gremlins. Yeah, it, well, Gremlin. No one knows about Gremlins in this day and age. Let's be yeah, real. Like, Baby Yoda is the big, you know, cute thing that everyone wants. So they need to have a little cute thing like of their own. It sells merchandise. Back to yeah. it all. That's all that matters. Selling the merchandise. Exactly. You should I see it. you wearing the merchandise. See? Yeah. You bought into it. <laughs> I, seen of, I have the tattoo of Slimer on my thigh. So yeah, it, see? <laughs> yeah, the, That's what matters uh, at the end of the day. It's just that you got to post the merchandise. See, he's wearing your, see, he's wearing your merchandise. <laughs> he's I promoting. Even, I'm trying to promote We're the show. getting our merch out there. So when our store is open, Chad... We will let you know if you want. I know you have your own merch, but when we get our merch store open, I will send you a link so you can be wearing some dudes at ringside podcast. You mean you'll send me? Yeah, that's fine. I'll gladly buy a shirt. When we have stickers, I'll have to drop you a 
um, get your address. For the show you, or... you already sent me a sticker. Oh, yeah. Got that. That so was him. He's the sticker king right there. Yes. Well, you know, it's one of those things like you go to shows. It's I don't try to make deals or cut half prices with people. We're all trying to make money just like everyone else. A yeah. good brother, you know, one of my things is a good brother will never ask for a good brother price. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't want a discount. I don't want I want you to give it to me free. No, you paid for that shit. I paid for it. I'm trying to make money. I want to spend money at Popeye's tonight before I go home. Yeah. Have you tried the new chicken sandwich at Popeye's? Of course. It's fantastic. Me and my dad had my dad had the spicy what? one and I had the regular. Oh, well, we have a place up here called uh Sookie's, or you can go up to a place called Flip the Bird in Beverly, and they have an amazing chicken sandwich. Ooh. You don't need no fast food crap with that. My mom and sister went to um, Salem this past um, weekend. This nice. Which trip? And they got me a cool pin for the side of my fedora. So they got me a crow because I love crows and they, for like the top of the peak of my fedora. My friend's like, "Why do you have a freaking?" Um, he, he called it a raven. He's like, "We have a raven on the side of your head." I'm like, "That's a crow." How? I mean that day. I could see where he got that confused, but yeah, I mean it's Salem. There is no reboot, only Zool. Yes. <laughs> I mean Salem. If you've never been, it's a great little tourist trap. I mean yeah. my hometown of Gloucester, Massachusetts. Have you ever seen the movie The Perfect Storm? Uh, that's where my hometown is. Mm. Some of the best seafood you will ever have. The view is amazing. Mm. There we go. You have any funny stories from the road? Oh, for, I have hundreds of them. There we go. Let's go. You, you, you tell, you tell oh, you them. actually want me to tell them? You weren't oh, just yeah. asking. Yeah. Oh, okay. Probably the one, I mean, it's funny to everyone else. Not so funny to me since it cost me a lot of money. Had to do a show in New York. Lined up a bunch of my guys and one of the guys who wasn't my guy. We ended up hitting the road late. Because he got super drunk and wouldn't answer his door, so I had to replace him last minute. I don't like being late to shows, even though it happens all the damn time. I got caught on a back road going 110 by a state trooper. Mm -hmm. Cop pulls up, bangs on the window. He's like, hey, you know how fast you're going? I'm like, uh-huh. 500 plus dollar ticket oh he's like i could take you in i could arrest you i'm like yeah you could i could go to jail <laughs> luckily he just gave me a 500 plus dollar ticket i pretty much drove like the oldest old lady all the way home that night going maybe 60 and a 70 like this close to my steering wheel haven't really sped much after that Mm. Um, doing a deathmatch show got a little ultra violent my boy Rob Marsh is on the passenger seat he is bloodied he's bruised, he's battered, I'm a little banged up I have a lot of the gimmicks in the back of my car we get pulled over yeah Stanley looks at him, looks at me and he's like um, and mind you, he hasn't cleaned up so he's still pretty bloody has me come out of the car and open the trunk. I'm like, okay. Opens the trunk. 
barbed wire bat, busted light tubes, pugilistic plates, some chairs, um, just a spool of barbed wire. Cop is does one of these without missing a beat because I look at the cop and I'm like, "Don't worry, I can explain." Me and my boy are into some really kinky shit. <laughs> cop just stops and is just like. I'm like, no, 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 I, and really, we're, we do this style of wrestling. I explained it to him of the style we do, and he just looked, he was mortified. But he did laugh, and he did let us go with no ticket. So that's a plus. Wow. <laughs> you guys don't have any sound right now. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Your mics are off. I My can't hear you. I could, I, 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 it's got to be you then, because I'm good. Joe, you hear me, right? Maybe it's Chad then. Chad has not, not cursed us with not only uh, blessed us with greatness, he's cursed us with greatness as well from the technical <laughs> difficulties. Yeah. He hears all three. Marauder hears all three, so all right. Stop screwing with us, Chad. <laughs> Maybe it's you. My my volume's all the way up. Mine I can't good. hear you. I'm good. We're yeah, here. yeah, your your mic is cut. Marauder, my mic? All- I can hear my Marauder. Can you hear me? I, I don't know. Your volume dropped in my end. I guess. Uh oh. Default should be working, right? Hmm. She could, the mod could hear all three. Well, keep talking. I can let's see if, let's see if I can let's see if I can move Chad and put nope. him back in. Hold on. Put him back in. Better? I can't hear nothing. All right. Um, if he wants to go, he can. Do you want to go, Chad? Everybody can hear you, though, Chad. Maybe it's your volume. Maybe something caught. Maybe his phone's dying? Huh. Because uh, everyone else could hear us. So I'm cut. Oh. That's well, if weird. people can hear me, hold on. I'll be right back. Then. Give me one second. So you guys stay. Okay. All right. Oh, well, while Chad is gone, let's promote our, if, if you have time, promote our Monday show. Monday show. All right. So, yep. wait, hold on. Mics are off, he said. So, but Monday show, we're going to have Callie Marie. So, oh, Chad's back. So, okay. We'll wait to Ch- he leaves. There we go. All right. Now, all right. Thank- we're back. You here? That didn't restart everything, did it? No? No. No. All right, good. What the hell is that about? <laughs> I don't know. We heard you fine. We heard you fine, though. Oh, I couldn't hear a word you guys were saying. Oh, everyone boy. else heard. Everyone else heard. Oh, well, fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I didn't even realize I can. Uh, I did restart the feed. I could, could have been watching the chat this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had some funny stuff going on in the chat. You missed it. It was a little fun. <laughs> 
Oh, there's another no, thing. Does anyone have any questions or? Anybody I, I have any questions for chat? Right we're going to have on the show next month. Then month coming up. Have you ever heard of Lilith Grimm? Nope. She's from OVW and Mountain Valley Wrestling. That's fantastic. OVW is a fantastic place to learn. That's Al Snow's school, I believe. She, her character, it she looks like something the Undertaker would have, would have spawned out of an egg. That's awesome. And I think she'd be perfect client for you because you could just talk about her like, Lilith, where are you? Oh my God, you're right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's I try to adapt to the client that I have, and I don't say client. It's it's I I'm representing someone. I, I always say I'm not an advocate. I'm not a special counsel. I'm not an associate or agent. I am a professional wrestling manager. There's a huge distinction to that. Mm. I think in today's wrestling world, it's it's gotten lost. Mm. Now you can finish your you finish your story, Chad. Yeah, with the the hardcore story. Where did it cut off? It cut off. When you said that we were to get some kinky stuff, and I think you said there was no ticket or something. Oh yeah, well, it's just, I looked at the cop and I, you know, I told him that don't worry, officer. There's a great explanation. We're into some kinky shit, and he just kind of stares at me with like this blank look. I'm like, listen, we're wrestlers. We just came from a show, you know. And he's just he was dying laughing, and he let us go because I got him to laugh. But I think I might have broke. It's like you know, that's one of those stories he probably tells his uh, other officers now. That's crazy. That's a crazy story, though. That they actually let you off with no, with no. Oh yeah, he was. He was. I mean, I had a bloody dude in the seat and a bunch of random shit in the back seat. So he's probably like, you know what? I got a week to retirement. I'm not dealing with this. (laughs) (laughs) About to go on vacation to Disney. Yes, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. Maybe maybe that story will be a clip on a future episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We 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 definitely we're trying to get ourselves on our Instagram page more like clips, like you said for the TikTok stuff. Oh yeah, sound bites, man. Yeah. yeah, it's all about the tech. Who knows? In in a year that we've had for 2020, this podcast should have started in 2020, but I decided to start it in 2021. Mm-hmm. But we will definitely have you back on, Chad. I will gladly come back on. I have you're fun. Amazing. You're uh-huh. funny. You're amazing. And you're. I, I wish you all the best in your career. And I hope we hope to see you up in like an AW or an NWA or someone that's. I would absolutely love to work for the NWA. Yeah, because that's like your old school. You'd you'd be you'd be. An I would. I would. Yeah. No. Oh, the NWA would be Impact Wrestling. NWA. Uh, that would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Like NWA would be top notch for me. Mm-hmm. Give me someone like Trevor Murdoch. I would have a ball with him. Mm-hmm. You think you can manage Thunder Rosa? 100%. Cake. <laughs> she does everything she needs to do in that ring. Mm-hmm. She's a legit badass. Oh, yes. <laughs> She's another one we try to get on our show, but she, it's funny. I got her email. On the weirdest day ever, she emailed me back on Easter. <laughs> I was sitting at the dinner table about to eat my lamb, and I'm like, 
That's a good question from our, our crowd. What's your favorite song? Trust by Megadeth. Trust by Megadeth. Oh, so you're a metal guy, right? I like country, but Trust from Megadeth. Uh, when I first broke into wrestling, that was my very first theme song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe Jerry Lynn used it. Ironically enough, um, Keith Brickhouse Baker also used it, and I didn't even know about that, which is hilarious. But um, very much enjoy that song. Hmm. I mean, awesome. you can check out um, – you guys will post links and stuff, but, I mean, I have my videos on YouTube. Uh, a very talented gentleman by the name of Freddie Fogg created a theme for me about nine years ago, 10 years ago. And I've been using that one every now and then I'll bust out something like, uh, like Megadeth because it fits the moment. I guess, I guess the pizza podcast won't work out, but we could always do, uh, do that pasta podcast as well. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, like I said, you can make the pizza. You just, you can't be rating pizza. Everyone knows who does that. <laughs> yep. Completely right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not here to bring you good news. I'm just here to bring you the fact. The fact is that's been done. And it's quite popular. Uh Big time. Bazinga. Mm. Yep. Did you just make a Big Bang Theory joke? Yes. Reference? Yes. This idiot. I fucking hate that show. (laughs) I liked it in the beginning and it just got like lame. And then the fake laughter in the background got it even worse. It's not, it's just they tried to portray nerds like all nerds are like that. I consider myself a nerd. I love cosplay. I like going to cons. Me too. Uh, You'll see me dress up. I have a Mr. Satan uh, cosplay. I, when I don't have a beard, which is never now, but I mean, or uh, this full beard and full hair, I do Bob Ross. Oh, wow. I, I, I don't. That show is like, oh, we're all actually, and um, this is from no, god damn it. That's how I got to be a metal geek because I love metal music and geek culture. So yeah, so I mean, it wasn't so popular when I was in high school, but now it's everywhere. Yeah. Have you ever gone to New York Comic Con? I have. I actually uh, was invited a few years ago. I got a free uh, free all expense paid pass. What? That's awesome. Yes. By People who, love me from NY from, from the from NY. Um, my nerd yeah. is really like <laughs> from NYC convention. Yeah. Wow. It was Geek. the last year they were calling themselves Comic Con. Actually. Geek, we got to get on that. We need to get invited <laughs> by NYCC. Well, you can probably get a press pass. You guys are running a podcast, right? Yeah. Yes, Geek. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, but it doesn't matter how much viewers or uh, you have no. or followers. They or, have a uh, limited amount of. Passes, it's first come, first serve. Geek? Yeah. You're better than me with that kind of stuff. I mean, I have interviews online with guys like Rob Van Dam, with Animal of Legion of Doom, um, with uh, the fourth Doctor from Doctor Who. Oh, wow. Uh, Michael Anthony Hall I've got to interview. That's awesome. Because I've gotten press passes through places like this, like for cons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got to interview the very first Annie and Elvira. That was fantastic. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. My sister would have died if she saw that. <laughs> oh, it's Annie. Oh, my God. She was the kid singing the One Annie. of my most viewed ones, I believe. It's me interviewing uh, the miracle, Mike Bennett and um, Maria Canellis. 
That's another one I sent an email to, but I know she's completely busy with ROH right now. Well, you gotta understand, like there's people who are in the independent world who do this Thursday through Sunday. And they have a full nine to five, you know, during the week, whenever it is. Guys like Canellas and MLW, this is their full time job. This is how they make a living. It's not, I mean, they're going to ask for money because this is their name brings it in. Yeah. I mean, I haven't done anything in a year and a half. So you guys hit me up for a podcast. I'm like, hell yeah, I'll do it. I need to get my name back out there. Mm-hmm. And I it's would... just, there are guys who remember this is their job. You're not going to do your job for free, right? No. Yeah. No way. Yeah. You know, you can't hold it against them. Even Stop being I, so I, judgmental, I, Joe. Even though we yeah. love doing it. Yeah, we love doing yeah. it. We love doing this, this podcast. This podcast is... Geek said this before when we were setting things up. We He never thought we would be sitting here now fully booked all the way to October. Never. We thought we were just being me and him talking about Raw and SmackDown. How we're disappointed. Ah! He left and it. he's gone. He probably, his phone probably died. You know? But... I guess we'll have to wrap it up again. <laughs> well, um, unless he comes back, I'll let you know. Well, if Joe, he doesn't do come to... back, we should introduce do the video for oh, yeah. our guest. For he's back. Yeah. Did he come back? <laughs> Technology, yeah. folks, gotta love it. Yeah. Make a panic. <laughs> so we were saying that, like, we we never thought we'd be doing a podcast like this because you know me and him would just be talking. We never thought we'd have guests. We never thought anything. Just talking about raw smackdown. Independent wrestlers love talking about themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. <laughs> I have been talking for over two hours, and people are actually listening. They enjoy the stories. I enjoy. I enjoy the stories. Yeah, yeah it's one of those things you can't. I there's one of an old quote like. The worst thing when you're promoting something, the worst thing you can do or the worst thing that can happen while promoting is nothing. You have people who want to get famous, yet they don't have a Facebook. They don't have social media presence. They don't go, oh, well, why aren't, why, why aren't people signing my, you know, wanting my autograph? Why is that dude like the manager guy getting so much business at his table? Because I walk away from my table and I drag people over to my table. I will point and scream and yell, hoot and holler and make a fool out of myself, and people will notice me, goddammit. I will not be ignored. Yeah. That's what you got to do. Like, you got to get someone's attention somehow, some way. And what? Watching Double Nothing this week or? uh... Uh, Probably not. No. It's just, it's one of those, it's those time restraint things, you know? Mm -hmm. Right now, I am actually trying to get, um, well, I guess I'll say it here for people who are watching. I got two things coming down the pipeline. Um, Rated R is a promotion that I run. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to get a show set up in a building for the next Rated R show to come back. Rated R is a mixture of ultra-violent wrestling, fun, and just all-around ridiculousness. It is usually 18+. plus. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also doing right now in the process of getting together a uh, tournament for a uh, new championship I'll be introducing. That's awesome. So, you know, breaking news for you guys and for everyone oh, yeah, else. There you go. Uh, it's breaking news on the podcast right now. 
You have to put breaking news on the bottom of the screen, like breaking news. Yeah. I, uh, rated R, if I will hope we return. I'm trying to find a nice building that will allow that style of wrestling. I've had a few problems with it in the past. People are uh, feel negative towards the ultraviolet style for some stupid reason. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of the boys like, well, you shouldn't be doing I'm like that. Don't come to the show. Don't buy a ticket. You're not booked on it. Why do you got to worry about it? Yeah. yeah. I, I, have, I have a good question, actually, speaking of that. When you were a manager, have you had any bad injuries? Oh, yeah. I got to have reconstructive knee surgery. Oh, wow. If we went over the list of injuries I've had, it's absurd. Um, I have broken all my fingers and toes, my ribs. Um, I have broken both legs, my back, fractured my skull, um, my orbital bones, both of them on both sides. I had a dude clothesline me so hard he broke my jaw. That was awesome. I turned around and this big behemoth of a wall is like clothesline. And he caught me with his fist right here and fractured my jaw. Mm. I had a 400 pound man fall on my foot and compound fracture my big toe. Mm. My bone came through the nail, uh, the bed of the nail, uh, popped the nail off and was just kind of sitting there. Ooh. I'll send you the picture later. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, it's no secret. Like everyone knows, like in my lifetime, I have uh, had a few health issues. This is, you know, I've had a stroke. Um, I've beat cancer. I've uh, recently, as of last year, had a minor heart attack. I mean, I flatlined on the table for a few minutes, but God damn it, I'm still here. I'm stubborn as hell. I've actually beat cancer before. Breaking news on the show. So for those that don't know. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was melanoma. It wasn't horribly serious, but it was still nice to hear. Like, oh, by the way, I'm like, oh, let's just add that to the fucking list. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping within the next year I can get my knee replaced and fixed up. I will not be walking with a cane anymore. Mm-hmm. Though it does seem to fit me very well having a cane. I got a cane that shoots a fireball. I got a taser cane. I got a cane with a sword in it. Oof. You should have one that does like the great mood and it, it has like the mist. Like, I got one of those. Well, that's cool. It shoots powder though. What? There you go. Oh. Like yep. the Mr. Fuji style. Right yep. The fireball is fun. The taser cane's awesome. Jeez. Oh, there's a video thing. actually. It's um for a promotion out in Michigan. It was against Chuck Stein. Uh, it was championship match. He was trying to break up a pinfall. When my boy Rob was winning the match. I decided to stab Chuck Stein in the head with my sword. Mm. Oh, jeez. He deserved it. I mean, there's a tape uh, on point wrestling. I reached in the ring and I, I bitch slapped Nick Gage. Mm-hmm. I feared for my life after I realized I don't know where the set I grew came from, but they disappeared real quick when he made eye contact. What is what is it like working with Nick Gage? Ever been in the Shark Tank? Uh, no. Yeah, it's pretty much like that. You grew up in the hood. Is that the same? I mean, Nick Gage is—he's the king of deathmatch wrestling in America. There's no doubt about that. If he could travel outside of America, he would be the king of the deathmatch world. He is a top. The dude literally died for this business. For deathmatch wrestling. If you disrespect his style, he will fuck you up. 
I mean, I know it's not for everybody, and I tell people who don't like it, don't watch it, don't buy a ticket. There's no reason to call buildings and try to get them shut down. That's bullshit move right there. It's happened to me. It cost me a lot of money before. Have you seen the uh, what's it called? The interview with Chris Van Vliet that um, Nick Gage was on. I have not. No, it was it was, it was good. I just I like- finally caught up on Dark Side of the Ring, the episode of his Dark Side of the Ring. You actually see halfway through it, one of a good personal friend of mine, um, probably the biggest deathmatch fan you'll ever meet in your life. His name is Ethan. He's the kid with a giant hair getting something signed for Nick Gage. Um, nicest kid in the world has probably done more for deathmatch wrestling wise, like behind the scenes that anyone will ever give him credit for. Um, he has helped write at our wrestling more than he will ever know. I actually got two titles made for when I did the championships for Radio Out Wrestling, and he, I made sure he got one of the copies. Oh, wow. Uh, the kid is – he's a big boy, and you know when he starts training, wherever he goes, he's going to be a hell of a deathmatch wrestler if that's what he chooses. But he has so much respect for the business, for the boys, like for the history of it. He's a, like a walking encyclopedia of this stuff. It's always good to be knowledgeable of stuff that you you like to do. You know what I mean? Like you don't just don't go into it like like blind and be like, okay, I'm gonna do a death match. I won't know about you about it. You gotta go on and look. I mean, I welcome anyone who wants to do a death match. I mean, hit up a promoter, say, hey, you know what? I've never done one before. I'm thinking about doing it. This is what I want to do. This is what I'm willing to do. Nope, he's gone now. Okay, well, let's keep talking. And we thought, that was, yeah, this podcast is full of glitches tonight. I know. Tons and of he's back. Good. Speaking sign. All right. What's going on? What happened? But, uh, no, Deathmatch Wrestling, I know it's not for everybody. Um, Mr. Epic has actually uh, cursed me with the uh, the bad lag right now. <laughs> that's what you get. That's what I get. Goddamn furry sight. That's what I get for looking at Joe the Panther. Oh God, no! Nobody look up Joe the Panther. <laughs> but you know, it, it's one of those things. Deathmatch wrestling is—I know it's not for everybody, but you know, I love that style. I think that some of the best people in the world are that style. You got guys who could tear it up on any stage. You know, you got Shellac, G Raver. I'm gonna forget so many people are gonna get mad. You got uh, Murdoch, of course, Gage. I mean, Tremont. I mean, you got new star- coming stars like Kennedy Copeland, who just had our first uh, deathmatch tournament. You got, of course, Jeff Cannonball, Mitch Vallon. Like, these are guys that do amazing. Marcus Crane. Mm. Uh, it, it's, I could go on and on. And I'm probably forgetting so many people, but see, this guy gets it. The guy with the feet fetish, you know, he gets it. <laughs> <laughs> That's our friend. Well, he likes feet. That's not my problem. He named himself Thunderfeet XXX. What do you? What, what am I supposed to think? <laughs> oh no! Got a few OnlyFans he can subscribe to if that's his thing. You know, no shame. <laughs> well, Joe the Panther, it's me. <laughs> but it, you know, it's I mean, especially coming from the Pennsylvania, New Jersey area, like yeah. GCW, CZW, like H two O. And you're you're going to stand face to face with someone like Matt Tremont and tell him wrestling, uh, deathmatch wrestling isn't wrestling? Mm. Nope. I wouldn't do it. I, I want to see someone do that. Let me know how that goes. Yeah, not so much. 
the, the yeah. area I live in is uh, called Pike County, the county that I live in. It, as I said, there's, it's like telling uh, when you go to a club, you need to get a secret code if you like wrestling. You say, I like wrestling, and they're like, you like wrestling? I'm like, yeah. They're like, I like wrestling too. It's like, is it a bad word to say wrestling fan? That's how I tell people around here. I'm like, if you maybe, see you know, maybe you live in a very prissy, stuck up area. I do. I do. You live with too many Karens. I do. Oh, the, oh God. You don't even know. Chad, there's too many Karens here. I live in the middle of the woods. I'm quite content where I'm at, away from people. Me too. You. That's why you would like uh, Milford, because there's a lot of trees. And there's a lot of spread out. There's a lot of hiking places. It's on um, the internet's one of the most popular places to visit. Milford, Pennsylvania. No. Never heard of it. They had Lincoln. They have Lincoln's flag here, but he got assassinated. Why would you want to celebrate that? I know. This is where this dude got shot in the head. Yeah, this is the flag that he got. They draped over his poor body when he died. It's like when you go to Dallas, they're like, "Oh, here you go. What's this? Well, it's a piece of Kennedy's brain. Everyone yeah. gets a piece." <laughs> like happy what the little, fuck? <laughs> happy, happy little trees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Happy little trees, and Joe finds out it's all sadness. <laughs> yeah, not with Bob Ross. That's what the world needs, though. We need more Bob Ross. We need more. Uh, we need more reading Rainbow and Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh yes, we do, big time, one hundred percent. That's what I'll be. I'll be the Mister Rogers of professional wrestling. Oh God, that would last maybe a half a second at a show. <laughs> if it's a death show, you're going to get tossed. <laughs> I hope so. Last time I did something like that, uh, it, was, it was Brian Woods versus Rob Marsh uh, at a deathmatch tournament for IWA Mid-South. Woods went to smack my boy with a chair, so I stole it from him. Man, they did not like that. He tried to do it again, and I stole the other chair. These fans are quite rabid. Like, they want blood. Mm. So then Brian Woods proceeded to stab my guy in the face with needles. Ooh. I wasn't getting in the ring. He had needles on his hand. I wasn't getting stabbed. No. Brian Woods is a big boy. He, he will fuck my day up. Geek, what were you going to say? Oh, hey, Bob Ross. A lot of Bob Ross. Who was your favorite deathmatch wrestler? Rob Marsh. Rob Marsh. Yeah, my guy, of course. But um, if I was going <laughs> to pick uh, the people might know, um, I don't know if people make Cactus Jack and Terry Funk, obviously, top the list. Onita. Oh. Onita. <laughs> exploding King the King of the Exploding oh. Barbed Wire Deathmatch. Yeah. So many. Oh, you mean the AEW one? Oh, gee. <laughs> Listen, the match was phenomenal. From start to almost right before that bell rang, it was a great match. They put on a hell of a show. The problem with wrestling fans. Mox was... Oh, Mox was pissed. I can guarantee you he was pissed. Moxley and, but, and Omega put on an amazing match, though. They put an amazing match, but that ending ruined it for them. Well, that's the thing. People are only going to remember the ending. Yeah. So doesn't matter how good the, the match, match was. Of- Blood and Guts, phenomenal old-school style friggin' War Games match. But that ending, people will remember that ending. Yep. I'm, uh-
I'm trying to get Joe a little bit. I'm trying to tell him like some, there are actually some of the stuff in AEW is actually old school wrestling, like like the Cody. Oh, one hundred percent. Look who they have there. Matches up. That was, I mean, that was a war games match. match. They had the bunkhouse brawl. Um, uh-huh. I mean, you have guys that are there. One, you have Cody Rhodes running things. You don't think he's old school with his brother? Yeah, I, yeah pretty I, much. I don't know. Nearly all the four horsemen there, except for the one that actually matters. Mm-hmm. I, I, I try. I try. I try to watch, but like, I don't know. I just see it and I just go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so Chad, if you if uh, if you have to go, we we'll let you go. But if you want I mean, to- if you got questions, I got answers. So yeah, we'll let you know, dude. It's like it's, it's still early, right? So I mean, stay. We'll stay. If everyone has more questions. We'll look. Anybody has more ca- questions, we'll stay on with Chad as long as we can, as long as we want. Oh, no, <laughs> but, but, oh God, Geek and Stein, you're going. I think it may, I think it's that time. I think so it's time. Not looking go. forward to you on uh, Dublin. Who is? Yeah. Je- oh, Long. Jesse Long has a question. Oh, no. Oh, God. Chad, can you read the question? It's a uh, Jesse Long. Oh, yeah. Let me check out the chat. Britt Baker is the best female wrestler. I mean, that's not more of a question. It's a statement. I mean, she's definitely one of the top ones in the world right now. Geek and Star. Oh, God. And I don't know how to end the show once he leaves because that's his his thing. Well, I guess, I mean, if he's already gone, and he's like, it's very simple, folks. Thank you for joining us for listening to Prattle On for the last two and a half hours. I, of course, uh, that was Joe Panther Jr., not Joe Panther on Twitter. Don't go there. That was the Metal Geek. And I am greatness himself, Mr. Chad Epic, as always, saying good night, good fight, and good riddance. And and as I always say, thank you to my grandfather, Jose Quinones. Thank you to my cousin, Pete Sanchez. And thank you to... My uncle's godfather, Frank Martinez, the Blue Demon, for lighting the way for all Latino wrestlers. Good night, everybody. Eek, sign off. We're done. All right. I want to thank our guest, Chad Epic, greatness, for joining us on the show. Thank you so freaking much, man. Taking the time out from your busy schedule because I know you got a lot of clients. But uh, thank you so much and good night, everyone. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs>